Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time to Roll. This is Campaign 1, Episode 46. Um, as you can see, there is no green screen, like I promised. Uh, problem is, is that I just can't get the right mounts for it. It's uh, being a bit of a pain in the butt. Um, okay, uh... Apologies, talking to my brother. He's going, picking up dinner for everybody here in the house. Um, so, a uh, few things. Green screen is coming. Uh, it's really just a matter of my dad and I finding the time, or my brother and I, I guess he's here, uh, finding the time and the right uh, hardware to get it safely mounted into the ceiling. The problem I'm running into is that the how this house was built uh, back, God, at this point, it would have been 35 years ago. Uh, the person who was building it, uh, it was, a, it was built by owner type house and the way he did the ceilings is really strange. So there's not as many studs to put in, uh, like good screws to keep up a 20, 30 pound, uh, green screen. So we're, we're trying to f find workarounds for that. Um, thanks, Mousy. I, 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 yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, there's, there's not a whole lot to go over. Um, we have a full house today for the first time in a long time. So, uh, let's get into it. Uh, hopefully, um, hopefully it'll be fun. Your studs are 24 inch, dude. It's, I, well, so it, they did it kind of weird. So it's like they did like a, uh, it's almost like a checker pattern. And for like half the ceiling, and then it, there's just like gaps where it's like literally like 60 inches of nothing. It's just drywall because they cheaped out. Uh, so that's that's the issue I'm running into and in trying to hang a 30 pound green screen where I have to have, to have enough uh, support to pull it down is it's rough. But anyways, enough about that. Um <laughs> just an update on that because that will immediately uh upgrade this stream setup so i'm I'm excited about that but let's get into the story um we have uh a lot to go over and uh let's let's go do it what am i doing that's what i'm doing i've been doing this for fifth for like a year and a half now I've Figure I know what buttons to hit, right? Try, say go. Yeah, Zach does seem like the type of person who would screw a bunch of studs. Yeah, probably. Damn, Damn. he's been drinking, but his face is so red. You've been drinking, boy? No, I've been. How much you had to drink tonight? I've been outside since eleven thirty. Leave me alone. We, it's we, it's it's humid as hell here. <laughs> we, we need to talk about your drinking problem. It's yeah, you got a lot of drinking, boy. It's like ninety five percent humidity and eighty degrees with the sun out. It fucking sucks. Welcome to Alcoholics Anonymous. At least you're not in Texas. Yes. Yeah, I know. You got Greg Abbott there. <laughs> well, I meant like it's 109 there. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. No. The first yeah. time I went to Whoa. Arizona, it was 120 the entire week I was there. Awful. I hated Awful. everything. So bad. Well, everybody, 
Um, we'll go with a little bit of a recap real quick, uh, since some people did miss last session. Um, and then we will get on with the game. The last we left off, in search of aid from your old traveling companion, Alan, the Sage of the Black Run Forest. You traveled onto one of the few charted paths running through the forest outside of Keister. Uh, in search of him, you did battle with the flora and fauna of the Black Run Forest, where after some quick thinking from your resident druids, uh, you're able to defeat one of the many ancient Ents that call the Black Run Forest home. Uh, after some shenanigans uh, with the bridge crossing, the branch of the Stilto River that rolls through the forest, uh, with Ori being Ori for a brief moment, um, uh, you, you were reunited with your good friend, Alan, uh, right on the other side of the bridge. He had seemed, seemed to pick up on the, uh, the disturbance in the forest, uh, enough to come and check out what was going on. Uh, afterwards, you followed him back to his quaint little hovel of a home that was hidden in illusion magic, uh, placed by himself. Um, there you entered into his home and were offered all sorts of baked goods, pastries. Uh, Alara was offered uh, freshly squeezed apple juice. Happy juice. Um, and you all started to discuss your planned journey ahead and why you were needing to find Alan uh, and uh, seek out his help. After describing to him uh, the uh, events of the world that have transpired within the last few weeks, um, you, through some really high rolls, you convinced a man that was not willing to do anything but live in his own home uh, to follow you on another grand adventure. Uh, we, and that's where we left off last session. So guys, you're, you see Alan walking into his home, walking into his room, ready to prepare for the journey ahead. <clears throat> what do you guys want to do? I'll just sit here and wait for him to be done and ready. Same. I'm going to start eating all of his food. I mean, you guys are doing that already, but that's fine. Like, yeah, aggressively. Just go walk around and start picking that food and eating it. I'm going to pull my cloak over my head and then I'm going to slowly work, walk around his place and look for anything that looks like it's worth something. Okay. Alan, do you have any Grimace shakes available? What, what's a Grimace shake? Uh, you know, it's where you make a bunch of berries and some ice together. It's really nice. I may have to try that one time. That sounds pretty, pretty good. Um... Weird name for it, though. Interesting. Based uh, off of Keen Purple Fellow. Uh, you, you know some weird things there, Mr. Rona. Um, well, I am a demon. It is my way. <laughs> uh, or he's going to point aggressively at Zane and say, don't do that again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you just did. Don't do it. He stuffs his mouth with food. Okay. Uh, okay, so Thaddeus, you throw your cloak over. Um, are you trying to hide the fact that you're putting your cloak on? Well, you said he was stepped into the right, other room. Right, so. but you're also, mind you, you're in a room full of your peers. I don't care if they see me do it. Okay, all of you see Thaddeus step aside and throw his cloak on. Um, uh, or he's going to try to throw a pie where he saw him go invisible. 
Jesus. Um, Here comes another fucking axe. Uh, a pie, okay. I, I said a pie. Roll, yeah, a pie. Roll, roll a roll. Roll the hit. Uh, it's with disadvantage and add your dexterity modifier. Sorry, I was struggling. Uh, what's my dex at? It's like plus two or plus three, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't roll that high. Uh, I think it's like a, it's gonna be like a six. Yeah, no. So all of you just watch Ori, just like look, look at Thaddeus disappear, and just like go to chuck a pie, but the pie slips out of his hand, and just like sails over where Thaddeus's head would be. Uh, and slams into the wall behind him, right next to the loom. Um, okay, Thaddeus, you are you are uh, invisible and you cannot be heard because you are on a solid surface. Um, make a well. Where where in the home are you trying to search? Any just all around? Like, is there a specific just thing? All around, like anything, like looks like it might have something that would be of value. All right. Um. Make uh. Make an investigation check for me. Eighteen. Looking around, it is a humble home. Uh. The, what you see are various uh searching without going too far into detail of are are you trying to open up cabinets? Are you trying to just look? No, just lay surface surface area. Okay. Um if I open cabinets, they're gonna know where I am. So there's uh so what you do see after after looking around, uh you see fruits, vegetables, um of of all sorts. Is... You see cut wood, uh and what seems to be a like a fire poker near the uh near the fireplace. Um, you walk into what looks like a storage room. You see all matter of like dried meats and um, jarred vegetables and fruits. Uh, you uh, kind of glance around. It's it's a homestead. It's it's nothing. It's it's nothing that that out of the ordinary from say like a, any commoner's home. Um, Do you have any booze? Uh, with an 18, you look around, there's not any, like, noticeable booze, but after some searching, you do find what looks to be a very, very dusty uh, bottle of what looks to be some sort of wine, but there's no marking on it, and it looks like maybe it was made, homemade, maybe it wasn't. Um, but it does look like wine, and it is in what looks to be a wine bottle. Is there just one of them, or is there multiple? Just, just one. And it's there. I'm not going to take his last bottle. Why would you be looking for alcohol, Todd? You have an alchemy jug that just makes it for you daily. <laughs> because I'm a thief. Um, it's got an itch to scratch. Do you have any cheese? I'm going to take some cheese if he's got some cheese. I second that. Uh, any cheese you look in, you look in here. Any cheese that he did have was already put on the table. Jesus Christ! It's because I took it. No, I'm scared. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, right. it's, it's in, in an attempt to look for uh, riches and gold in a home of essentially a hermit, you're finding that the hermit doesn't necessarily have a lot of riches and gold. Is there a, a fire poker? Okay, I'm going to pick that up. Okay. I'm going to stand behind the chair. And I'm going to pitch it at Ori. Okay, roll and attack with advantage because you're invisible. And, uh, yeah. Since he doesn't know where you are, it's also sneak attack if you hit. Uh, what should I roll? Roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier. Yeah, uh, Ori, just like, just like the pie soared aimlessly over the head, um, of where you assume Thaddeus was, you just see the, <laughs> with, uh, Vivro, with, with your passive perception, and honestly, everybody with their passive perception, because this is not a very large room, uh, you just see this fire poker. Stay like lift up and just start to float. What looks to be a uh, a hand that wraps around it because it is a non magical item, it does not disappear. Um, you just see a missing invisible part of where it looks like a hand shaped invisible part is floating this fire poker through the air, and you just watch it get hurled right at Ori's head. But it sails so far over it, it just like bounces off the wall and makes noise. You hear Alan say, Hey. What are you doing? Wonder attack. Did I see where that came from? Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody uh, did. Axe, bro. You're throwing your axe? Okay. Roll roll an attack. Um, I'm behind the chair. Uh, half cover? You have half cover, so add, a th add three to your AC. Give me a roll at disadvantage. Uh, he is technically still invisible, so yes. Roll disadvantage. Ooh, okay. Uh, four day, fifteen and a sixteen. You got memorized this by now. Uh, twenty-eight. Uh, Thaddeus, you throw a fire poker at Ori, and in turn, your large minotaur companion stands up knocking the chair over that he was a, that that he was just sitting down in grabs his axe off his back in one fell throw just throws it right at right at you and hits you right square right in your right shoulder lodging into your right shoulder uh roll roll for damage it has it had to go through the chair yeah but 28 plus your it's it's based off of your ac your ac isn't a 28 with plus three Uh, thirty. Fatty, she takes thirty points of thirty points of uh, piercing damage once you have an axe thrown at your a, a great axe hurled at your shoulder yet again by Ori. <laughs> <laughs> We're in our tech. Ori runs over, grabs his axe. I'm gonna start looking around. Tuck, tuck, and roll under the table. So the axe is still watching to your shoulder. Um, no. I see my axe moving. I'm going to 
uh, recall it back. Uh, okay. Uh, roll a uh, roll a d one hundred for me, Nate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> okay, uh, Thaddeus, you go to roll and try to duck and hide, and as you hear a word come out of Ori's mouth, you just feel pressure from your shoulders start to lift you off the ground and slam you towards him through the air. <laughs> uh. Okay, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> uh, I didn't think I'd work. Uh. You feel. Once you once your axe is in your hand, you feel about a Thaddeus-sized uh, weight added to the end of your axe. Or he's gonna walk over, axe in hand, stick his axe in the fire, <laughs> axe end. He's gonna still he's still holding it. Elka's gonna be turned around, like Kill leaning axe, you on beast. the chair, like just watching this and just like eating a, a carrot. <laughs> I'm just sitting there right. eating sweets, watching this happen. <laughs> Do I have an opportunity to escape this? Um, I'm going to say, as he's going to go put you in the fire, uh, roll a... We're going to say, we're going to call it dexterity saving throw. Actually, he'll, like, pitch it. Like, try to get him off the bot, off the axe. Like, sling him in instead of putting his axe in the fire. Okay. Uh, well then, yeah, roll dexterity saving throw to see if you land in the fire or not. Uh, we'll take the, it's not with advantage, but yeah, 19. You feel blood. You will see blood come off your axe, Ori, and you see a, uh, but you don't see it. Thaddeus, he, you get flung off this axe and you're able to catch yourself on the top of the fireplace before you go flying into the fire and you don't take any fire damage. Uh, at this point, um, Todd, roll a D100 for me. So that's a, a D10 and the little the percentile die. Or you can just do it in, in the... Uh, yeah. 67. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> Your cloak, uh, after being flung off, the hood of the cloak falls off. And, Ori, you now see a about oh, a good foot cleave mark in the shoulder of uh, Thaddeus, bleeding, uh, now profusely, uh, standing there looking at you. Thaddeus, what are you doing up there? Um, dodging your axe. Again. Oh, my bad. It is the first time. No. No, it's not. Well, actually, maybe this this might be the third. You're a little jumpy. No. Well, don't I throw things to... at me. You threw a pie at me. I, thought, I threw a pie. I didn't throw an iron... Spear. I tossed it gently. If I wanted to hit you, I could have. It's really bad. All mean. right. I need to patch this up. Uh, at this point, you see Alan walking out with what looks to be a fairly good sized traveler's pack on. Uh, it looks like he has a bedroll um, strapped to the top of it, like a pot of. 
like the um, what looks to be like a some sort of like metal forged uh, like cooking tripod. And he walks up. What in the hell happened here? Ori, why would you just throw your axe at me? Just some normal sh- uh, normal shenanigans. Ignore them. Uh, I see. All they right. flirt a lot. I thought Thaddeus was an invisible demon, so I took the initiative and attacked him. Thaddeus, you're leaking, my friend. He'll put his hand on you and cast Cure Wounds at 6th level. Because he just has the... Actually, he'll do 5th level. Because he doesn't have... Yeah, 5th level. So... Uh, that's 68. Uh, Thaddeus, you heal. Twenty. Uh, you heal 38 points. I'm back to normal. And you just see Thaddeus's wound just fully cl- like close up as he casts this cure wounds. Now I, I need you to I need you guys to not be as under uh or full into that shenanigan stuff that you're normally under. Uh we're gonna be doing something as grand as you're talking about here, alright? I expect there to be some level of uh, professionalism uh, as we travel along, alright? It's just uh, that you stay professional. It's brotherly love. Stop it, you big oof. We're not related. Are you <laughs> secretly a Minotaur? Maybe. I, th- I think he may be half Minotaur. That'd make me feel less lonely, honestly. You're welcome. I've only seen like maybe two. I'm disguised. It's all from my from my waist down. You'll see, you'll, you'll then see Alan starting to, like, grab pots, like a, like a pot, and throw it onto his, onto his bag. Throw, like, a, um, uh, like a, like a cooking griddle, like a cast iron griddle, and attach to the side of his bag. And then you'll start to see him put, uh, take out a little leather satchel and start to put things in it. Thing, like, like cooking utensils and, uh, spices and things, and you just see him starting to disappear into the satchel. Uh, you all of you can probably guess that it's some some form of a bag of holding um, that he's putting it into, and then you'll start see him walking over, and uh, he will as he walks over, he will uh, press to digitate um, Alara, the crumbs all over Alara's face, assumingly because she's just been ripping into the cheese and crackers and everything that's been on the table, uh, and just quietly do that and walk over into a storeroom, and you'll hear him messing around in there um and then eventually he'll walk out and uh he will kind of do like a little like a little like that like a little whistle and you'll see what looks to be a black cat just walk out and out of his bedroom and stretch and then jump onto his shoulder uh he's like all right I got, I got Helga. Set, hon. Good, and uh, and he'll like wave his hand at the fire that's still lit, and you'll just watch the fire just go out in the fireplace. All right. Well, uh, unless 
you guys want to keep eating, I'm ready to go whenever you are. Yeah, we can get back to Keister. Can I take a can I take a quick bath? Um, we'll throw you in the river. Yeah, uh, and then he'll you'll just see him like wave his hand and he'll press the digitate as much as he can off of you. Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, I'm just gonna grab a bunch of the veggies and like put them in my bag. All right. Well, it looks like we're all set. Um, all right. I'm gonna look at Alara and say, I just want one small piece of cheese. Don't bite my arm, please. She's gonna hold up her slice, and on like the tip corner, she's just gonna be like, <laughs> and hand this little tiny crumb. <laughs> well, thank you, dear. She'll blow a little kiss. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get a move on, I guess. And as he walks out, you'll see the black cat on his shoulder, like disapparate. Oh, I guess she's going home. All right. Well, I I wanted her to come with me, but eh, she'll show up eventually. And he will lead you out to the front. As he leads out, leads you out to the front. Uh, there's this, like, little, what looks to be a wagon, and he, uh, it's like, he looks at all of you. So what's the meat, what's the form of transportation you want us to take? I sure hope it isn't one of them fancy-dancy skyships you were, you, you made me fly on that one time. No, uh, no, we, we could afford one of those. Yeah. Um, we're not that rich, Alan. Insight check. Or that famous. That's metagaming. <laughs> uh Carol Deception. Sure. Yeah. Roll deception check. That's my... You're trying to legitimately lie to the man. Oh I got plus two. Let's go. Uh eighteen. Twenty-eight. He looks at you. Oh heck. Oh <laughs> uh, alright. Well uh I guess, uh, <clears throat> guess I'll just have to deal with it. All right. And he will start. You can come hang out on, on below deck with me. I don't really like it either. And then once all of you are out of the what looks to be like the tree threshold of his home, he'll just like do one of these things where he'll he'll like put his hands together and start weaving some sort of arcane magic uh, in his hands. And he will just kind of like wave his hand out in front of him, and following his hand is like this like translucent rainbow like uh, energy that sparkles this like gold and silver and like white shimmers. And as he does that, you just see this veil of a similar colored energy fall over his home, and what was the small little hovel of a home is now forest. Eh. Alright, that will do. And then can he... I tell if that, can I tell if that magic's arcane or nature-based? Um, I'm gonna say roll an arcana check. Probably not. <laughs> Eight Given your understanding of the type of magic 
he normally uses, you would assume that it's it's either a mixture. Uh, you can't tell, but it's either a mixture of both, or it it looks to be arcane in nature. But you're not so sure. It probably or could be a mixture of both, but it's it's hard to discern. It's the first time you've ever seen illusion magic used right. in this manner. Um, and you will see him look at uh, look at this cart, and he will with the with that same radiant like like rainbow like energy on his hand. Still, he will like kind of like push his hand towards it and snap his fingers, and you'll watch this the cart just disappear and turn into what looks to be some sort of forest tree bush like and just looks like it's part of the forest this one is unfamiliar with that type of magic oh well it's a uh, taught to me well it wasn't really taught to me i kind of just knew it whenever i was born but um uh, i honed that skill a while ago and um not a lot of people know how to use illusions the way I do, but best way I could describe it is that it's a it's some it's a we'll call it a derivative of the major image uh, spell that most wizards learn whenever they're in school, um, but it's a little bit more different than that using elemental concoctions and wield and wielding nature natural energy to make it look more like a forest or make something disappear like i did with that cart once you live in the forest yes. this forest as long as i do illusions start to become second nature so is it hallucinatory terrain in a way uh if you if you uh, you didn't roll high enough for me to tell you what it is. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm, one of the reasons why I'm straight up asking him uh, is because that's the only spell that I know that would do that. In a, it is a form of that. Yeah, it's a, it's a mixture of. I guess if we're if we're talking about it in the in the way of, in the way of simple terms, it's a mixture of multiple illusion like magics that I can that I've learned to use over the years. Um, Interesting. Hallucinatory terrain it's, is one of them, I believe. I'd have to go look at my master's teachings and all of his scribble that he uh, that he wrote down long ago, but uh, I can figure it out. If you want to learn it, I mean, it's potential. You do you you do use nature magic yourself, so there's there could be potential, but also your lifespan isn't nearly as long as mine. And it's taken me quite a long time to learn this, so. This one was just curious. Well, curiosity is what drives this world. Uh, it's what's driving this quest. Um, granted, a sense of duty and a grand reward at the end doesn't doesn't hurt either, but there is no adventure without curiosity. This is so. true. Well, let's be on our way. Uh, we got a long road ahead of us, although I guess we're going in that fancy fancy ship that you guys have been assuming assuming uh, you've been flying around and we'll just uh, we'll get there. We'll get we'll get where we gotta go any moment. 
and he'll just start walking towards where the bridge was. <laughs> and uh, at that point, you guys will find your way back towards the bridge. And I didn't change it. Uh, the bridge is no longer there. However, the stone, makeshift stone slab that Alan had summoned uh, the hour or so before uh, is still there, uh, but you can see it starting to like erode away in different places. Uh, he's like, well, we might need to hurry across. Yes, best we move along. And he will, uh, he will kind of, kind of like skip across and you guys will make your way back through the woods with Alan's guiding you. I'm going to say, even though you're following the path, let's just, I want, for the sake of making it interesting. <sighs> How many of you are here that's in the party right now? Obviously, Squirtle isn't with you guys right now, so I'll exclude him for now. Um, all right, I'm going to roll D d8. If I roll an eight, I re-roll. Um, okay. Uh, Zane, can you roll a survival check, but with advantage? With Alan helping, guiding you back to Keister. It's not great. Uh, 12. 12. The DC was lower because Alan was with you. Um, you get a little bit as you're walking through, you kind of like have to, you're on guard because you know this forest can mess with you and can mess with anybody that enters it. Um, Alan looks confident and is walking through, assuming because he's been living here for a long time. Um, you can't shake this feeling that you're being watched. And it's a familiar form. It's a familiar feeling walking through this forest um you can't necessarily tell what's watching you it could just be any odd creature um but your mind can't help but go and think back to the weird entity that you faced in the woods prior the shapeshifter and your mind immediately goes back to that and um you're, you can't help but but envision when you first set off on your journey and came to Keister and face-to-face -face with a what looked to be a malformed version of you. Um, and it just kind of sits in the back of your mind for a little bit. Um, and you just can't help but think about it as you walk through the, like darker starting to get darker forest as the day continues on um you can't it's, it's hard to tell what time it is in the forest when you're underneath the canopy uh since the canopy is so dense but eventually after about six hours of walking through the woods um you do eventually see the setting sunlight uh Setting over Keister, the small little town that started it all for you. Um, and as you make your way back there, you do, in fact, see a 
familiar face, one that you had just seen earlier in the morning. What the heck is my keister map? Am I just dumb? I am dumb. And you do see Arya sitting on top of the Founder's Tree. Uh, what looks to be, I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to say, let's go with... Uh, we'll go with Beep. Roll a perception check for me. Alright. Seventeen. Seventeen. You kind of look, and you're the first one to really notice this, other than Weavra. Um, Arya seems to be... has, like, this cloth... what looked to be her, her cloth shawl that she wore uh, now has seems to have something of substance that's slightly peeking out and it has a rounded edge that she's carrying. Um, and she's kind of sitting there kind of looking off in the distance. Not really uh, not really looking at anything or anyone. Um, and as you walk in, Arya, you notice a you notice your friends along with uh along with a giant, which you do recognize, a giant purple man, uh, Alan, follow, uh, leading them towards your hometown. Um, and as they walk up, uh, you do spot them. Well, hello. Hey. What y'all up to today? Well, we found Alan. He's coming with us, so... Well, that's good. Sorry I had to take off so soon. It's alright, it happens. Yeah. My dad just needed me all of a sudden, and it it's very weird. Yeah, he deigns not to show himself. Yeah. He's, he's something else. I, I give him that, but yeah. He made me rush off and leave y'all because he wanted me... She watched this little egg. It's like the size of a small coconut. And I had no, I had no clue what it is. You guys, Did you say it's a lovely bunch of coconuts. <laughs> you guys, no, do, one. you guys do see this little egg, and uh, as you look at it closer, the tip of it is like a has like an orange and yellow coloring to the top of it that it's just barely peeking out of the. The scarf slash shawl that Arya's wearing. Make a perception check. Doesn't look to be hatching, no. Interesting. Did he say what the egg is? Nope. I... I basically met up with him. He said hi, handed me the egg, and left. That's all I know. Interesting. Is that coming with us? I'm assuming you're coming with us. Yeah. I I guess I gotta carry this around, because I can't leave it in the cabins because of the dang children. They'll just think it's an omelet and start eating it. Do I recognize the egg at all? Like, I'm gonna, creature. I'm gonna say make a nature check. Uh, but yeah, make a nature check. 
Ten, unfortunately, you look at it. You have your you you have you, with a ten. You have guesses. It could be any number of reptile egg. It could be any number of bird egg. It's kind of hard to tell. And um, looking at it closer with your passive perception, and it's just gives you a unique advantage. Uh, you look at it and. The shell seems to be a little bit more hard than your standard reptile egg shell, where a reptile egg shell would be like a little bit more soft. Um, Is this an egg that looks like something I would have come across in one of my dragon books? Um, make a make a nature check. Where's my dice? Or DM list. Did he die? My headphones. My headphones unplugged. Oh. <laughs> um, and the dogs are barking their full head off for some reason. Um, sorry. What'd you roll? Uh, five. Five. Why? You'd roll the twenty, right? Uh, yeah. Nat <laughs> yeah. 20. I heard twenty. Nat twenty. So. Uh, you. <laughs> um, you look at it. It could be a dragon egg. Uh, maybe. It's a little small for a dragon egg, though. You have seen them before. Um, and you have seen diagrams of them, and there is in-detail diagrams of dragon eggs. Um, but it's, it's a little hard to tell. Okay, for some reason, well. when my headphones unplugged, alrighty, let me see here, for some reason, I can't hear anything going on on my desktop. Um, the um, music cut out streamlines as well, so. Yeah, let, me, let me restart that app. Um, something we should be taking with us in all seriousness. I mean, she can't exactly just leave it. I don't see why we wouldn't take it with us. Uh, Alan kind of looks at you. Well, uh, he kind of takes a glance over at the egg. Well, I have no idea what that is. But uh, eggs are fragile. You do have to take that into concern, but... Uh, I can maybe figure out if there's something I could do with it. Uh, maybe make a place for oh, it to rest safely. This thing seems thicker than most. Hardier than most. Well, maybe so, but an egg is still an egg. One, one arrow, one rock, who knows? One of you trips and falls with it in your hand, and all of a sudden you got a scrambled egg. Or he all of a sudden throws an axe. 
Yeah, that could happen. Music's back up, by the way. I just had to restart the app. Um, okay. Well, uh... There's not much I can get in this, uh, in this here town for me to be prepared for, uh, for a journey ahead, but, uh, if you... It is getting late. Is, uh, your, your fancy-dancy ship close by, or...? Who's got the sending stone? Oh, I have it. I'm gonna reach out to the captain. Okay. And what do you say? I'm gonna say, please send down uh, little boats, little, yeah, little like rowboat things, so that we can put aboard. We're ready to go. Uh, can do. Uh, it's getting a bit late, but uh, yeah, we can take we can take off from here. We should be fine. And uh, you guys will see the like the mast of the ship start to come into view as it's raising itself up. Uh, it, well, it didn't land itself, but it it got lower than being way up in the sky. Um, and uh, you just see these four little boats start to uh, little rowboats that you're used to seeing. Uh, fly down and land right in front of you. Wait, wait, we're leaving now? Yeah, it's time to go. Uh, Sooner the uh, better. I'm not even there. Well then, little little lady, you might want to go get packed. There's no time. We have to go now. But I have no equipment. All of my stuff's in my, my room. You can oh, buy yeah. it all. Let's go. Let's go. Let grab it. Go fast. grab it. Go get your equipment. Alright, I'll run and go get the equipment. It takes it takes Ari about thirty seconds. Oh, okay, never mind then. To <laughs> I was gonna say I go run and help, but it take it takes her about thirty seconds to shoot into the air uh and shoot through the open window that is her top floor room. Uh and then you wait 30 seconds, all of you start to board the board the boats, and before all of you can even get on the boats, you just see Arya just shoot like a missile out of her uh out of her window. Oh, I <clears throat> I forgot something. Hold on. Uh Ari's gonna go into the temple. Oh my god. Okay. Meanwhile meanwhile, Alara just pulls out like a wad of moldy cheese and she's just like this is this is all I need. It's this. <laughs> and shoves it back in her nasty little pocket. Are you going with Ori into the temple? Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay. Ori, you may <laughs> Ori, Alara, you make your way into the temple. All of you just see Ori just disappear <laughs> into the temple. Uh as Arya's flying back down, uh Ari, you see you see Ori walking into the temple. <laughs> um after you just told you to come on. Um, and Ori, Alara, you walk in and it's the same old temple. Uh, there's a few more cots laid out uh, than you're used to seeing instead of pews. Those are The pews are stacked to the side and the cots are laid out. Um, and 
without or he's gonna, gonna grab a blanket okay you grab a blanket and you look around there's no one inside this temple right now okay he's gonna go upstairs okay uh so how many floors to this building uh only two um and if you remember correctly you have to enter into what looks to be some sort of office probably baxter's office um so first floor then basement or not basement then attic yeah it's it's okay. a it's it's first floor then uh, like people who actually live and work at the temples that's where their bedding their bedding quarters are above the office um and the stairs that you need to go up if you remember correctly are were broken um they're no longer broken you look at them they're made out of wood they're fair they look pretty new they look used um or he's gonna walk up you gotta put one foot on the step and you're able to put your full weight on the wood um and you walk up you have to mind your horns this is not a, if you remember correctly this is not a staircase meant for uh it's like, like walking sideways or his horns point like out so i guess he'll, he's kind of looking down a little bit yeah you're just awkwardly looking down, Alaris having to duck her head down so she doesn't hit her head on the uh, on the banister. Um, and you do make your way up the stairs. Uh, each step, you hear the splintering and cracking of wood, though. Um, and eventually, you do make up the 10, 12 steps to the top. Um, and right. you... Is that, is that hole in the ceiling there? Well, if you remember correctly, the hole in the ceiling was inside a room. I assume you're just going. Re- yeah, you would. Going you, there. You'd he's, remember. I'm yeah. The red. Okay, so you make your way into a into the what seemed to be abandoned room. Uh, it is unlocked. In fact, the door is no longer there. Um, and you go walk in, and there is still a minotaur uh, head sized hole. All right, or he's gonna poke his head through it. Um, okay. Uh, Lex, do me a favor and roll D100 for me. There they are. I never use the ones on here. One D100. This couldn't have worked out better than if, if, if I dreamed it. All right. Um... <laughs> Ori, you stick your head up in there along with Alara on your on your head. Alara and Ori, as you stick your head up, Alara, you have to dodge out of the way because of the sheer number of now what seems to be adolescent mice that are all over the place up here. Um, you look around and there is probably 90 to 100 baby mice. Um, I I want to start talking to them immediately. Okay, so you can you can speak with animals. Yes. A, a new generation has appeared. Can't believe you guys are making me do this again. Uh, what am I kidding? I I can believe it totally. Um. <laughs> okay, you can speak with animals immediately. The first words you hear are, "Wow, wow, our savior, wow." I'm going to turn around look at Ori and be like, Ori. What are they saying? They think you're like a god. Our savior has returned. It's they talk about in the old text. 
They think that you're in some book like the Bible or something. <laughs> Bible, Bible. That's, that's what's the Bible? Bible? I don't know what the Bible is. I don't know what book it is. I'm gonna ask them oh. what book it is. Tell them. Start... Oh, go ahead. I'm just gonna start like doing the whole like whole yeah, thing all over again, like asking them questions, like what what religious book is this like what do they practice like the whole nine that's the name of the yeah that's the name of the book or text i'm gonna ask him what testament he's in like <laughs> 40 of the of, of the adolescent mice as you ask what text it is run over to the wall that is wooden and you see like these really faintly carved sc chicken scratch in the side <laughs> of of this like little cavern of wall and uh i mean they're like holy text this is the text and when you look a little closer you do notice a faintly drawn etched in image of of a little goblin girl with pigtails <laughs> uh on like what looks to be like a um like a like almost like a stage because it's just a flat line where her feet are and uh, it shows her with her arms, what looks to be her arms raised out, and above her, behind her, is this really fucked up looking drawing of a minotaur uh, with giant horns, and it's just like <laughs> these lines coming off his head that look like sun rays that are like really shittily drawn. Um, and they're like, our savior, our mural, our lord has returned! Uh, the they're, they're worshiping you. That you're literally their yeah. god. I'm worshiping you in this picture. <laughs> I want you. I want you to tell them something very important. Please don't touch them because if you touch them, you no, know no, what's no. going to happen. This, don't pick them up. This is going to be really. This. this is going to be really funny. Tell them I'm here to tell them I'm here to take them to Valhalla. Stop. <laughs> I said that stop, they like should, Alara. That they should know <laughs> that they should follow me forever. I'm going to turn around and look at him. Mice, listen. It's very important. If you continue to follow the almighty Ori God, you, my friends, my travelers, my strongest soldiers, will find yourself in Valhalla. Valhalla? What's that? Valhalla? You just hear, you're chattering all throughout the mice. What are they, what are they saying? And then, Alara, you see what looks to be this really old, like, Decrepit. How did, I know? How did I know there was going to be one? Fucking rat <laughs> that that like and like the adolescent the adolescent rats and mice part part into like almost a shitty like straight line out alleyway for this old like if you don't know if these are rat or mice. Zach, yeah. How big is my knapsack? Fairly big. I am going to convince the mice to come with us and keep them all in my bag and promise that we will take them to Valhalla. I brought the, I, that's why I brought the seat. <laughs> the, that's why I brought the blanket. The elderly, ma the elderly mouse walks up. Ah, yes, our messiah, you have returned. I was there I'm the sorry, day. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Our... our mouse -sia. 
Musaya. Musaya is also pretty good. <laughs> Our Musaya, you have returned. That's a little racist. Uh, I'm a mouse in my real life, and I don't appreciate that you're appropriating my culture. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to look down at them and be like, Come, you have been called to be the Minotaur's greatest soldiers. If you come with me, live in this knapsack, you will be free. You will have all the food that you could imagine. You just have to come with us I'd to Valhalla. I'd have your old <laughs> persuasion check, but this is preordained. Uh, <laughs> it's the prophecy, Zach. It's the Bible. <laughs> you, you, see, you see the older mouse... And this mouse is fucking fat and decrepit. Look at all of my children. Just like the scripts have foretold, our Messiah has returned. And now we you shall- each just drink this Kool-Aid. It will oh literally my God. be- <laughs> we, can now, we can now follow them through the Holy Land, which is Valhalla. I don't know what that is, but I trust them. Let's go. It, it's like paradise. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just open up my, my knapsack of moldy cheese and thingamajigs that I have I, in there. Make I think they should. For them. I think they should just follow behind us. Can I? I would actually like so they can follow behind us. But can the elder rat like ride next to Froggy on my head? Oh, so yeah, that'd like, be great. The LD for the elder frog. I mean, <laughs> the elder frog, the elder mouse, like the elden frog. He will. As you as you bow your head to let him on, he will say, I have been chosen. And he will like climb up onto your head. Froggy, who you can understand anyways, looks at him and just goes, Huh. Uh that's comfortable up there. I'm gonna turn around and look at Ori. Not speaking in any like mice or anything, so they don't understand me and be like, "For the love of God, Ori, please, don't pick them up, don't touch I'm them. them." I'm not gonna touch. Don't, them. don't touch them because if it, we uh, can't soil this like last time. Before, before you, you can even get that word out, Ori. You feel <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of baby mice crawl up behind your neck and crawl up the back of your head and just start standing all over you. The adolescent ones in front of you says, the children, they are following. Is, we, must, we must follow. And at, before you can even like close your knapsack, Alara, um, you feel about 50 or 60 of the adolescent mice just dive bomb into your knapsack. Uh, make a strength check for me, please. <laughs> oh, I just know that's not going to be very, very bueno. Hold on, let me pull this up. <sighs> and that's where your cheese is. It's so slow. Okay, hold on here. <clears throat> strength check. Where are you? The big, big, big number on the left. Top one. Oh, man. 
That would be a 13. Okay. They're, they're, they're mice. It's not that, not that hard. You're able to hang on. It does start to slip out of your hand because the sheer weight of 50 or 60 mice just all dive bombing into your knapsack is a lot to handle for your little hands. Um, <laughs> but you hang on and then 50 or 60 little adolescent mice poke their head out the top of the, the bag. We're ready. We have been chosen. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. Right. We can leave. And then the other 40 or so adolescent mice start to just crawl over and bed themselves within Ori's fur all over his body. I keep like mouthing to Ori like, do not touch them. I'm not here to do anything. Nothing. Why you don't panic? Don't, no, right. I'm not panicking. I, I'm simply saying if, if anybody has to touch him, it's me. Okay. Okay. You're, you're too strong. Okay. Well, that look, is that or is you gonna look around and see if there's any more? Uh, make a perception check. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. You look around. There's no other mice inside this little compartment. Inside this little like ceiling compartment however you do start to feel this kind of odd warm sense start to fall over your entire body from your head to your toe head to your toes and you start to feel a little bit wet oh um and then you start to smell what smells like pee urine and you look around and alara you feel on top of your head the elder rat also starting to urinate. And you hear them all say, this is our world now. It is safe. We have marked it for us. Hey, okay. Or nope. he's gonna like, or he's gonna not, like, touch him. I'm, I'm holding myself back so much. Do not touch him. Just tell touch him. them, oh. tell them this is, tell them they are not supposed to do that. If they want to do that, they have to get off me. Or I will kill them. I want you to tell them I'll kill them if they do that again. I'm going to go back out. <laughs> talk to tell them, them I will send it's them to the starting, depths of hell myself. It's starting to smell really bad. I'm going to I'm gonna look at them and say, um, listen, children, children of the Minotaur, it, it's very important that you do not urinate on the god because it actually is frowned upon and uh, shut up and it is frowned upon and he will actually banish all of us to the pits of hell with the the devil from the bible if you do that so just just you have to pee on the ground and poop on the ground uh the bible is a uh it's a well-known children's fable book in the world of amriel and Alara it's gonna be happened, all that Alara knows. <laughs> and Alara just happened to get her hands on it when she was uh when she was a little girl. Um Diablo. <laughs> uh damn it, that's fuck you, Flexi. That's canon now. Um <laughs> from the, the Bible. <laughs> the mice look at look at you with like the most like genuine, confused, and scared eyes. Oh, no, don't don't be. This scared. is our this is our this is our new world now. We just have we must we must we must mark it to make sure it is no, safe. It's, 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 Ori, sh- 
Okay, it, it is marked. You're you're right, but just don't mark it anymore. If you have to pee, just go pee on the ground. I swear to God, please. Uh, so if it ground. happens one more time, I'm going to kill them. I'm gonna try. Only thing, like... If I feel a drop of piss on my shoulder, <laughs> I'm gonna throw them to the ground. I'm I gonna roll it. on the ground and be covered in their blood and bones. Every I want you to say every word of this. You know what? I'm actually gonna say it. Yeah. I want them to fear me. I'm actually going to say it. So I'm gonna turn and look at the mice. Like, I would like to pass on a message from the god himself. If you piss on him one more time, he will kill all of you and roll around it, in your blood and your tell, bones. Tell him it only takes one. And it only takes one. If my one children. Rat if one rat pisses on me, they all die. If one rat pisses on him, you all will die. Please, no more pissing. Make an intimidation check with advantage, Lexi. I don't have no intimidation. <laughs> uh, can can uh... one of them possibly be so scared it peed? Oh, okay. That actually, I rolled really well. Uh, that would be 21. Uh, real quick, I have a biblical question. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, no. who's the uh, who's the angel who's the messenger for God? Um, Michael. Is it Michael? I think it's. Our Wait, we have just like a biblically accurate uh, angel. It's like uh, a Michael furry or, with ten eyes. Michael or like... Gabriel, one of the two. Yeah, Michael yeah. or Gabriel. Gabriel. I feel like it's Gabriel. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Oh. Either it's way, Gabriel. with a twenty, it's Gabriel. It's Gabriel. Okay. Okay. With a. With a 21 and intimidation, uh, Ori, you feel about 30 mice, adolescent mice, and about 20 of the babies on your head fall off dead. Because their little hearts cannot take that intimidation from their god. Tell them that is my divine power. I'm sobbing. Alara's fucking sobbing. Okay. <laughs> She uh, just turns around. She goes, "Alara, funny enough, this is divine power." Funny enough, Alara, you've been. Uh, uh, I probably, am, I probably got shit on at this you point. They're probably horrified. Feel, you feel a little bit of a drip hit your foot, and at first you don't notice it because you're crying. You think maybe some of your tears hit your foot, and then you look down, and your knapsack just has a continuous drip coming from the bottom of it of urine. Okay, was that after I said all that? Yes. It doesn't matter. It was. I'm gonna do, look down do like, I notice? You, you guys can pee. You can piss on me. You can piss on me all day. Do, do I Just notice? Just go piss on him. Make uh, make a perception <laughs> check with disadvantage because you are pissed off right now. And this is for Nate. <laughs> oh, yes. okay. He's pissed on, not just pissed <laughs> off. That's a net 20. No! With, the, with, the, with disadvantage, good sir. Oh, shit. Sorry. <gasps> that was, man, that was close. Jeez. <laughs> That's shit. <laughs> the dirty twenty. Um, you do notice the you do notice. Okay, with the dirty twenty, it's hard to tell in the bag, and it's hard to tell if it happened afterwards. Uh, so your judgment call is up to you. Uh, but uh, you do notice uh, you do notice the drip falling onto Alara's foot from the bag. Was that? Was it after? I'm gonna, his... I'm gonna look right Alara, at tell him. Tell me right, Alara, Tell me right no, now. I'm gonna look him dead in his eyes. My big beady yellow eyes, full of tears, and look at him and be like, "Ori, don't you dare! Don't, no, 
no. <laughs> she started getting so upset. I start hyperventilating. <laughs> and I just take the remainder of the babies out of the bag and I hold them. I'm like, don't do it. Don't touch them. Alert, I told them that I would kill them if this would happen. Actually, no, I told them. I was the one who said it. You can't speak the mice. And then I like do that at him. I'm like, look my You tongue. know what? You know, you know what? Fine. I won't kill them. And all of a sudden, she's like, that's what I thought. She puts them back in the bag. Or he's, or he's gonna leave. <laughs> okay. You leave. Oh, he's gonna... And I'm, I'm gonna, like, stop real quick, though, and then look up Ori and be like, wait a second. What the hell is Valhalla? Where are we taking them? <laughs> 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 we promised them the promised land. Now where are we taking them? Alright. Ori's out of the church. Okay. Or temple. <laughs> As hey, you... Uh, Oh my god. Yeah, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. As you're walking out, Alara, speak with animals lasts about ten minutes. This conversation took about five. So as you're walking out, you hear, Whoa, where's this place? This is big. Is this Valhalla? This must be Valhalla. It's so big. Tell me it isn't. We're not there yet. How can this big guy understand us? Uh I've is there like a translation? <laughs> is she translating this to me? I mean, that's up to her. I, I, I don't you... know if I want to translate to him anymore. Are they saying anything else? They said that they're happy to be in your presence, Ori. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roll deception it, check, Alara. Roll an inside check. Wait, inside or deception? Uh, you roll a deception, Ori roll an insight. <laughs> 16. What is my insight? I don't think it's that high. Uh, 15. Uh, you kind of look a little puzzled at Alara from what she said, and you just kind of shrug it off because you are a little angry about the puddle that is now dripping off of you at, at each step. Your, your hoof marks being marked in the dirt by wet piss. Uh, as you walk up, everybody who everybody's now boarded on the boats, just waiting for you, and they, you all just see a fully drenched Ori. Uh, the, where's the uh, is, where's the boat at? Uh, they're right there around the Founders Tree. So okay. they're with an eye. Hey, uh, uh, Ori's. Hey, uh, Zane. Yeah. Uh, watch your lair for a man. The lair's gonna. Or, or he's going to put Alara down next to Zane. Uh, Alara smells like piss. Like more than normal. Hey, uh, Vrivra. Yes. Uh, follow me for a second. Run this corner. Very well. Please. And I'll be following. Uh, you now notice hundreds of baby mice and adolescent mice just clinging on to Ori for dear life. Oh, uh, before he goes to uh, over to Reaper, hey, Alara, I want you to just, do you have any more mice on you? I'm not giving you my mice. Okay, fine. You can, how much, how many are you holding? What are you doing with them? She, she, Nothing. She has like 50 or 60 in her bag and the oldest one on her head next to Froggy. Alara, if you give me that bag, I'll give you as much cheats as you've ever won. 
this is one of those things where it's like, what would Lexi do or what would the character fucking do? What would <laughs> Alara do? And it's, and it's hurting my fucking soul. Ah! <laughs> 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 Imagine Alara just swimming in cheese for the rest of your life. All I need is those rats in that bag. Alara is going to be holding the bag and immediately hear that and go, drop, drops the bag, um, picks the elder up off her head and puts it on the ground and goes, where's the cheese then? Where's it? You, I'll be back. I'm getting the cheese. Where are you getting it from? Um, the I cheese man. The cheese man. I have been lied to for so long. All right. All right. Uh, you know what? You're getting the cheese at some point. Or he's going to grab the elder oh, in the bag. Blair's getting oh. older. She's starting to understand things. <laughs> Make a dexterity check for me. Ori. Uh, uh, 18. Okay. Um, As you go to reach down to grab the elder rat, you... Uh, Alara, at the last minute of your speak with animal spell, you hear, what is going on? I have been I have been taken from the Holy Land. And as he says that, you see a spectral white owl shoot down from the tree, grab the elder mouse, along with one of the baby ones that is standing next to him, and shoots up into the sky, and you hear, what is happening? Oh, no! Okay, well, that take care of that. Hey, uh, Rebra, I need you for a minute. I'm going to stop real quick and be like, Ori, listen. Nope. No, you're going to listen to me. And I put my little finger out. <laughs> and I'm like, I know I love cheese, but I also love animals. I love animals a lot. And if you could, if you love me, you'll let them live. You'll just let okay, them live. Okay, I'm going to let you keep one. Just I'm one rat. I'm standing here, watching, listening to that part of the conversation. Just pure dog hearing, strange noise, head tilt going on right now. <laughs> one rat. You keep one, one rat. rat. I will keep one rat, but you have to let them live. Just I, take I, them somewhere. Yeah, I'm getting them out of here. Yeah, I think you mean dispose of them. I'm disposing of them. them off my body. I'm gonna pick a, a random baby. <laughs> I'm going to put it up on my head. But I have one now. But I'm like, I mean it. I'm like seriously going to look Ori dead in his eyes and be like, do not kill them. Just let them live a happy life. Or I'll run away again and you'll never find me. And I mean it. Alara means it. She's mad, okay? Alara, these rats live for like two years. Well, I got a goldfish once from a fair and it lived for like five years. So, anyways. That's a fish. That's a whole other species. Alara's going to be like, when we get the fish, we're talking about rats. She's mad. I'd like to point out that she's four. She's mad. I'm pissed. She's all right, pissed. All right. All right. I'll let him live. Remember, like she's already, like she's already, she's I, already gathering up her knapsack and she's beginning to run away. Like that's how all right, mad you she keep is. one rat. All right, every rat. We need you here. Over here still. If, yes, you, if you don't mind. Okay, just follow me around the church. Walk around there. Okay. Um, see, what I was going to ask you to do is to set me on fire to kill all the rats. And then throw this bag down and set that on fire. But since she's so mad, I'm just going to let them go. 
Do I ever overhear any of this conversation, or am I just so pissed I've done? Uh, uh, he's he's, he's about, whispering like, that you're about you're about a good 150 feet away from him, and okay. he's around the church, so probably not. You just see him walk around the corner with with Vivra. <laughs> this is like you, taking. Can the you road. speak? Can you speak with animals, Vivra? I would need ten minutes to do so. Okay, we, we don't have that kind of time. Uh, okay, I'm. Or he sets the bag down. He's gonna he's gonna start lightly brushing the rats off of him. Okay. Um, make a dexterity um, check. I'll I'll help gently pick some off. Okay. You don't have to, Weira. Ori, make a dexterity check. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. You're able to get pretty much all of them off with the help of Weaver. However, as you're grabbing them off, your hands are so large that about a good half of the babies that are on the back of your head are dead before they hit the ground. I'm going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> uh, Fucking damn it. And uh, you go to like kind of like try to gently wipe them off and they're they're so tiny. They're, they're smaller than literally the tip of your pinky finger. Um it's it's there it's it's hard it's hard to be gentle uh with those tiny of creatures for you uh if you i just, I just read chat that's about the about free for eating them yes that's so that's funny that's what you were gonna say <laughs> no! we were just gonna no, walk back in like a long tail it's just he's gonna be slurping up a tail like a noodle <laughs> I was, I, that would have been a really good idea I was legitimately planning on rolling a constitution saving throw to figure out if I was hungry or not. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, well you can have the you can eat the dead ones if you want. Yeah, that'll get you gotta get rid of some of the evidence. You, are you hungry? Do you mind? <laughs> this one could eat. Okay, well here's some here's a bunch of dead ones with this dirty dirt here. It's like eating popcorn chicken for you. <laughs> this is not fucking Burger King. You cannot have it your way. <laughs> no. Clearly, he already is having it his way. Are, are, are all the rats off of me? At this point, yeah, and a lot of them are still standing up, or, or like sitting on the ground, staring up at you and just squeaking. Uh, or he's gonna scream as loud as he can right at them. Make intimidation. You know, never, never, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to give him a heart attack again. I was just saying we get intimidation. Or he, check, or he promised. Know. Or he promised. He tried his best. All right. All right. Let's go. We got. We got shit to do. Do you collect like forty or fifty baby mice that are dead on the ground? Oh no no no! I I just grab a handful. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey make sure. Make sure you like. Like, there's nothing on your mouth. Like, no rat tail sticking out. Oh, I don't want to lair freaking out again. Is, is there something in this one's teeth? Uh, or he squints a little. Uh, you got a little rat fur, but I think it's, I think it'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be all right. Yellow. Yeah, let me brush <laughs> yellow. Yellow rat paw. Hold on, let me brush that off for you. <laughs> All right, we're good. He'll put up a thumb. He'll put up a thumbs up. Let's go. We gotta save the world. We gotta save the world now. I feel like this is all my fault. 
I tried. <laughs> Let's just put everything into a harsh perspective of the of the uh, the the rat one shot I'm writing of of their of of most of their uh, future in that one shot. So, you know. All right, we gotta go before they form like an army and seek vengeance upon me or something. <laughs> this one is very confused. <laughs> yeah, uh, the rats worship me as their uh, god. For, apparently, I think you need a bath. Or and then they then they pissed and shit all over me because they thought it was like a land. I was a landmass. What in God's green earth is that stench? It's probably the uh, the year he's you. talking about. Think you uh, do some magic on me? Oh, I, mean, I, I can't. I can't really get rid of the smell, but I can get rid of the water, the God, liquid. Fuck it. I, I just, I just wanted a bath. And he, he kind of like waves his hands out at the best he can and cleans you up. Prestidigitation. You, <laughs> he hoses me down. <laughs> he will. Uh, you know, like a water spell or something. This one does not have create water prepared. Uh, uh, I, I think, uh, I think Alan does. Hold on, let me see. Oh my lord, I am not going on the ship with this stink. Uh, Alan doesn't have create water. I am actually like so upset because I truly don't know if like Ori killed them that I uh, did run off. Or, or I assure you, most of them survived. Most. Yeah. Listen. Uh, Alan, Alan will use uh, will use create water, and just wait. Do I get do I get a bath too? He'll he'll cast he'll cast it I twice. Hope so. He'll cast it twice, and he'll hose. Oh, a little stinky. He, he, will... he has his arms spread out like he... above. He has them like up above his head, and he's just going in a circle. Uh, he will just cast like... uh, he will cast create water at third level. Uh, to create 30 gallons of water and just hose Ori down the best he can. Uh, and then he'll oh. ca he'll cast uh, Create Water at first level to wash Alara off as well. And then he'll press to digitate the water away. <laughs> well, um, it's a... Uh, the smell's kind of still there. You kind of now you just smell like wet dog and piss. But, you know, at least you feel clean. I, I will start druid crafting flowers and kind of like put them in Ori's hair very not carefully, <laughs> not artistically. They're, I'm just like sticking flowers on him. Mousy, you have to draw this. <laughs> you you have to draw this. Where am I getting? That's Ori. There's that's like canon now. It's a flowery Ori. I'm a, it's like I'm a, a, a dripping wet, smelly. Flower covered Ori. Beautiful man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Let me write this down. I, I, I feel, like, feel like I'm getting married right now. Uh, Alan will druidcraft two roses and put them in each side of Alara's hair. See, he made me look pretty. <laughs> Alan has a little bit more care with the uh, with the druidcraft oh. than Weaver does. Uh, Weaver just does things for function, not necessarily for. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. We're complaining about Ori stinking. Weaver makes flowers. <laughs> uh, okay, so all of you board the boats after this fiasco. 
uh, this 40 minute incursion or excursion about with the rats, uh, which is perfectly fine. I don't think I've laughed that long this <laughs> in a while. Um, but you guys we created the we created the Bible. We did it. This is like Alara's like original like villain or origin story. Like this right here. This is how it's gonna start. Orphan Alara. the orphan that found friends and rats and her protector killed them all, yes. Yes. Alara, I want you to I just want you to know I tried my best to get them off of me. Alara's gonna look at Ori and just flip him off. <laughs> She's learning so many new things, including Who taught you that? I taught her that. Do you have a problem Beep. with it? She's... You know what? I don't I'm even bad. know what it means. I was just told it was bad. And that's, <laughs> how, I fit, that's how I feel right now. You know what, Alara? You're grounded. You can't ground me. You're not my dad. Do you even know your dad? No. <clears throat> you're not my dad. Do you know what a dad is? dad how the heck do i know what a dad is i don't even have a mom or a dad what the heck is that parents wouldn't know don't have them the boats start to raise up towards the uh towards the lily of the sky you guys should be you guys should be my parents are great captain ander is not going to be happy about this <laughs> i believe not and that I'm like, is how we have the name of the group. I'm still, like, obviously super pissed, but I'm also super tired. And even though I'm mad at Ori, I'm going to go, like, next to him and snuggle up against his leg and take a nap. <laughs> Dip, I almost had a rat army. I was this close. You can remove the rats if you almost had a rat army. Well, because they pissed and shit on me and I got mad. Can I, can I, can I, can I do something? I have something I want to do. Sure. (laughs) I'm gonna, um. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that gives us a canonical reason to be called the Rat Bastards. I'm, I love Ori, I love Ori very much, obviously, but I am very upset about the rats, and since he's upset about them peeing and shitting on him, while we're on this boat, I'm gonna pee on his foot. Okay, are you trying to do this stealthily or just doing it blatantly? Oh, I'm. I want everyone to know I'm pissing on his foot. Like, uh, I'm. I'm angry. <laughs> you just do it on his head. You just see no, Alara. Just his foot. You just see Alara like slightly lift her foot up. <laughs> <laughs> and Ori, you just feel the ever so familiar warm sense just form all over your ankle down to your hoof, and you look down at Alara, and she looks like she's sleeping. But her legs slightly lifted up. <laughs> and she's just pissing all over you. I'm going to casually slide the hem of my robe out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> How far are we in the air? What? <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded. Sir, how, far, how far? How far? How high up sir? are we? About at this point, about 200 feet. God damn it. Sir, <laughs> no, he's, he wasn't gonna do anything to Lara. Were you about to Michael Jackson that child? <laughs> oh, no. oh my god, LeBron! Take it, no, no, uh, he or, no, or, 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 he was, or he wasn't gonna do anything like that. He's gonna, he's gonna 
I'll tell you after the session. <laughs> he was just gonna throw his. Uh, he was gonna throw his axe at like some random person down there and kill them oh, instantly. Oh, it's just a random innocent civilian. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those children we saved. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, it's that one kid who Ori was nice to. Yeah. <laughs> Feel my breath. <laughs> okay. She's just happily she's happily sleeping now. Oh. Oh. Like or it has or just it good. has just brushed over. Like it is Or he's gonna take a breath. How long is how long are we on that airship for? How long is it gonna take to get where we need to go? Yeah. Well. <laughs> so he's just asking everyone. Uh they won't know. No, no clue. Got fucking. I'll ask Andrew, I guess. Takes about another minute and a half for you to go up. And you eventually find yourself on the deck of the Lily. Andrew's sitting there looking at you. His nose kind of furls. It smells like piss. No, I don't want to talk about Andrew. How long is this? How long is this trip? (laughs) Depends on where you're going. You know where we're going. Well, so we're going to. Well, if we're going, if your goal is to go into the trench, Anorak is probably your best bet. I think that's. You can't fly into the trench, and you can't really fly over it because the wind's coming out of it. So. Anorak, it is. Yeah, I hope the I hope the Great Bridge isn't uh, full of monsters. That would suck. Yeah. Yeah. How long is that going to take? Mm. From here. Assuming that assuming that our weather is good, probably five days. Christ, I can't wait that. I mean, gods, I can't wait that long. And uh, is there someone on their ship that you least like? I like like me, borderline hate. Like yeah. you get, you get, you're kind of iffy with him. You know, he just. Maybe a new guy. Um, Andrew, I need this. <laughs> Sorry, there's only. I've had I've had a rough day. There's more downstairs. Uh. Okay. Ori, I assume I know what you mean. How about this? Uh, do any of you know resurrection spells? Maybe this one does. Are we talking like revivify? Uh, any, yeah, any spell, any anything that can bring people back to life. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought I did, but I don't. This one does. Oh, how about this? Ori here can pay you back for the material (laughs) cost of it. Ori, he'll just put his hands out. Go ahead, big guy. I don't want to kill you. I like you. Well, I'm not going to let you kill any of my crew. Well, they're just bring it back. Hold on, let me check. I'll pay, I'll, I'll pay him for it. For <laughs> Let me do it real quick. It takes him about ten minutes to search around, and eventually he does find a deckhand that is 18 years old. And he just... Oh. He, he walks up. Uh, you're looking for someone to kill? Yep. How much you're, you paying? How much do you make? It's your annual. Well, 
about 200 gold a year. All right, how about... Hmm, how about 20 platinum? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, Luke's in my room playing the dog in. What is uh, platinum? 30 platinum. He'll just... And you, and you guarantee you can bring me back, yeah? Yep, we got it all set up. He'll just, this one is ready. He'll just put his hands out and uh, he'll just be like, make sure you aim for that. Make sure you aim for the neck. It's the quickest, cleanest kill, all right? I'm going for a neck, all right? He's going to start rolling up the sheet, the blanket he has. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. All right. Turn around. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I face you when you kill me? No. No, I don't want you to see this. This is going to be horrifying. Don't, scarred for life. Don't mutilate my body. I'm not going to mutilate you. I'm going to choke you to death with this blanket. That's a terrible... I was told my head was getting cut off. I'm not going to cut off your head. That would be a horrible way to try to bring you back. <laughs> That's very awkward. That would be... That's gonna be that's, I'm, I don't want to leave a mess on this clean deck. I was going to gesture to the clean deck. Get on with it. All right, all right, here we go. Just start strangling him. It's brutal. Like, uh, <laughs> strangling him like uh, it's. it's... Uh, what's, the, what's the guy's name from Hitman? Um, Agent Forty Two. Agent Forty Two. Forty. I thought no, it was Forty Seven. Forty Seven. Forty Seven. He's gonna start strangling him. His fists are clenching on the blanket. And the after about two and a half minutes of struggle. Um, because it takes a while to actually s smother someone. Um, if you were going straight for the neck with your hands, it'd be a little quicker. Uh, it takes about two and a half minutes before the body just go limp. Now, oh, no. and immediately cast revivify. Damn, that felt good. Okay. So, in my world, in my game, the Revivify rules are, after all, d20. And anything 10 and above is a success. Anything below is a failure. So, is, does anybody want to attempt to lower the DC by one? Each success. So how it works is that if you, if you call back, if you call to the spirit and try to convince it to come back to its body, I could have you roll a persuasion check or something along those lines, and if you succeed, you, you it lowers the DC by one. Anybody want to try to do that, or do you just want me to straight roll this? I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Separate. <laughs> Separately, how are you going to convince the soul of this poor deckhand to come back? <laughs> beep is just going to look up into the sky and, Wait, just, how, and just go um, beep like like with arms outstretched like can only one of back. can only one of us do this uh, uh up to up to four can i try as well i have a pretty high perception no it's persuasion a persuasion i yeah. lied you don't want you don't want that one I'll um okay <laughs> beep roll a persuasion I have, check i just rolled my persuasion it's 23 Woo. Okay, that succeeds. Uh, or I was um, going to say, uh, hey, I'll come back, I got money for you. Persuasion check. With advantage. Do I use advantage? No. 
Please. Unless you have a good reason to. Uh, dirty twenty. Man, I got a pretty good persuasion. That's another. That's another success. Okay. Uh, Elka will also uh be like, you're too young to actually be dead, so you can pro- probably want to come back and finish your life, right? Yep. Roll persuasion check. You're, you're a cute one. <laughs> Roll again and take the lower. <laughs> You're a cute one. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what you're to Bring her back to life. 23. 23, that's another success. Todd, you're rolling with this advantage, so roll roll another one and take the lower of between your... Okay, 17. Okay. 16 was the DC, so... Alright, so if I, roll, if, I roll a, if I roll a 6 or higher, he comes back. If I roll 5 or lower, the poor guy stays dead. Oh shit! I'm gonna shit myself. I'm we might want to reverse me. that, given you're rolled. Uh, so I just rolled. That was a cocked, but it cocked on a one. So just so Why you're aware. Why are reviving them, not doing the roll? Why are you doing it? Uh, DM does the roll. That's just how I, was, mm-hmm. I had it in my homebrew rules. Uh, okay, I rolled a twelve. Yeah, he's alive. Woo. He immediately opens his <laughs> eyes, and like you see, like you see, like movement in his chest. That was wild. Oh, no, the fun. cute one. He's Had alive. A good time. No, I didn't. That hurt. Oh, okay. Well, it was supposed to. Here's the money. Thanks, friend. I'm going to walk speed. over and like help him up and be like, come on, cute boy. You got to get up. Let's go. <laughs> I drag him up. You think I'm cute? I said oh. you thought you She's way cute. too young for you, man. They look at Thaddeus. Yeah, that's weird, dude. And he'll just like walk away with a gold, with a platinum. If you want to do that again, uh, let me know. If it's not suffocation tell next you... time, I'll think about it. Right. Yeah, tell your friends. It's an easy, easy money. I <laughs> will look at you. Do you feel? Do you feel satisfied? Yeah, I feel pretty good. My day's a little bit better now. But I'm back to normal. Good. Captain, I think we should get in the air. I agree. Welcome aboard. And uh, he will start getting the ship prepped to take off. So you guys are back in the sky. I'm just laughing at the fact that this music playing in the background. The name of it's called Cheerful Theme. Outstanding. Um, thank you guys. So you guys are back unfamiliar Lily of the Sky. Um, this is pretty good. Successfully bringing Alan aboard. Uh, you take off into the air and you begin into into the night. Your first night in the air heading towards the Rania Trench. Uh, I'm going to need my assumption is Vivra, but if anybody else is staying up on the top deck um, uh, Yeah, or you'll be on top. Okay. I'll be there with him as well. <clears throat> would, uh, would, would Arya be up top? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say, let's have 
let's have Ori and Arya roll a perception check for me. Uh, take the first one. 19. Okay. Clear, clear skies. Uh, not much clouds. Not many clouds in the sky. Um, it is a bit... Uh, how do I put it? It is eerily calm in the sky. And, uh... For Arya, it's the first time you've been on a skyship since you flew back with everybody. Um... And it is, it's weird not flying in the air with your wings moving. Uh, it is is—it is a kind of an alien sense. Um, Ori, it's, you kind of get the same, you kind of get the same sense of calm where it's like, it's almost an eerie calm, like almost like a calm before the storm. Um, but cloud, no cloud, hardly any clouds in the sight. Uh, star, starry sky and um, for the most part, uh, feeling a little relieved after you choked the guy out. Um, but tonight goes on without much issue. Um, you wake up the next day, uh, before I have a survival check from somebody. Uh, is there anything anybody wants to do specifically for this day? Uh. Um, Ara's a little scared to be up here. She thinks she'll fly off. So she she ties herself to one of the masts with a rope. Okay, so you tie yourself to the mast of the uh, or to the uh, mast with some rope. Okay. Um, easy enough. Uh, Zane, are you making anything today? Yeah. How many days of travel we got? Uh, five five days, six nights. Yeah, I'll be making stuff. Okay. I'm not gonna go back. That's a little too creepy. Uh, adventure begins. What does this sound like? I don't think I've ever clicked on this one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, sure. Um, it kind of is okay battle music too. I don't know if I dig it. Kind of sounds like Smash. Kind of sm- sounds like Smash Bros. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of got a. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a good feeling. I think. Let's see if I a beat for me. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um. So, uh, what are you making today, Zane? Just out of curiosity. Alchemy drug. Another alchemy jug or alchemy jug? Okay, um, easy enough to do. You have the material. I assume you have the materials for it. Yeah, okay. I do. Um. All right. Uh, is there anything else anybody's doing? Sleeping. So sleeping. All right. Sleeping. Playing the piano. Okay. Uh, make a performance check. That is. Nine, you're still not getting a 
as well as you want to. Uh, it is trending upwards, but it does. You do miss some keys and a little bit rusty after being away from it for a few days. But it's passable Ori's. enough. Uh, Ori's going to. Uh, it's going to attempt to do a cartwheel. It's going to practice his cartwheels. Make an acrobatics check. God, I hope he doesn't fall off. Good to below deck. Oh, oh, well then you're going to have to make an acrobatics check with disadvantage. It's not a very high ceiling down there. Oh, shit. Uh, you, you know, mm, I'll start here and go like to the right. Okay. Make an acrobatics check then. Uh, 21. 21. Your horns barely clear the, the, the ground or the floor of the uh, the top deck. Um, but you are able to successfully do it, but a backflip. Uh, cartwheel. Or cartwheel, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah. That was pretty, that wasn't bad. Dude, they could do that. You're, you're, pretty, you're pretty dexterous for your size. Uh, so it's not like it's impossible, but it is... The, with with your size, it can you can run into some snags. Oh. Um. Do I still I still have my needle and thread that um. Yep. Zane made for me. Um, I'm gonna repair my uh, new hole in my cloak. Make a dexterity check. Uh, by the way, that doesn't go away unless I make new tools. Okay. Or Using unless it, or okay. unless it somehow breaks. Yep. Do I do a deck? And then it just magically vanishes. Or... Just roll my dex. You roll a dex check. Eight. What the hell? You've oh. sewed. You've sewed before. Um. But is he? I rolled a one. No, you rolled a three. Oh, your God. your regular dexterity is plus five. Um, so you're normally pretty good with your hands uh, when it comes to doing finesse like uh, abilities, but for some reason you start to look at your cloak and whether it's from the wear and tear of using <laughs> it all the time or uh, the amount of times you've been stabbed, uh, amount of times it's ripped. This hole that this that the blade axe created was a bit more messy than uh, you anticipated. There's a few more threads that are missing, so you're able to stitch it up the best you can, but it's not the best. It's not your best work. I'm gonna ask Zane if there's anything he might be able to do. I am not a sewer, sir. I am a blacksmith. I could try. No, I'm I'm all set. You stink. <laughs> Why are you so mean to me? Because you fucking hit me with an axe twice or three times. You did kind of ask for it. You okay, maybe the last time. Actually, I don't know. The other time you tried to cast a spell on me, I think. Oh, I tried to make you smile. Why didn't you just tell a funny joke or something or say something nice to me. You never say anything nice to me. Oh, I you should say something nice to him. Yeah, you should be more positive. 
I think I did say something when you died. Yeah, you're kind of, you're pretty nice to me there, but then you just went back to being mean. And it's really thrown me off. Well, it's because you've been a dick to me. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, okay, now you apologize to me. All right, I'm sorry. Okay, now we're now we're we're straight. We're good. We're set. <laughs> we're straight. Well, now I'm straight, huh? <laughs> well, no, that's not what I meant. I know. I'm fl- you. We've got to work with you on your humor. I, I think I'm a funny guy. Not as funny as Beep, but sometimes don't understand the humor. See, he's the he's the comedy guy. Beep, 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 beep. Bigger charisma check, Beep. <laughs> Fifteen. Strangely, him beeping is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's, he's a funny guy. He's he's pretty funny. It's like a respectable comedy. It's dry humor. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's just not, like, try to kill each other any again. I was trying to kill you. I I thought you were just something else. I would have just willingly throw my axe at you. It was just a misunderstanding. Um, I'm gonna say let's have Weaver make a survival check. Wait, he's not here. Never mind. I wasn't looking up. Uh, let's do. Don't rush back if you don't have to. Bingo. Um, let's go with let's go with Thaddeus. Make a survival check. This system's fucking you over tonight, Todd. I know. <laughs> Sorry, I was dealing with uh, outside forces. Um, You're fine. If you'd like to make a survival check as well, you can. Survival? Yep. Not much better. Ooh. You rolled a three. I rolled a three. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's have... Mousy, can you roll me a d12, please? Oh, God. Ten. Okay. Hi, Jackson. What's up, buddy? A wild Beagle Husky mix giant one just lands on your ship. No, uh, that's my dog. Puppy. <laughs> but uh, you do... You're sleeping. You're kind of taking a nap. Uh, Elka. Um, you do feel the sky start to get... A, the turbulence get a little bit more heavy. Everybody on top deck, you feel the winds starting to really pick up uh to the point where it's almost uncomfortable to be out in it for too long the wind starts to get cold um 
What and nobody? Well, one more roll for okay. What nobody on the ship sees or notices is you look to your right and you see a storm cloud starting to develop almost out of nowhere. Um, Weaver, you along with Alan, both of your passive perceptions, you look at this storm cloud and in the center of it, you see a swirling air humanoid-like creature starting to kick up the storm. You would recognize this as an air elemental. And it's about 500 feet away from the ship. Um, um, okay, I am going to ready a spell. Yeah, I'm going to ready a spell for if the uh, elemental you said he was... How far away did you say? About five, six hundred feet away. Not terribly uh, close, but a little bit too close for comfort. I'm going to ready... Get ready to cast Control Winds. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Normally I would uh, want to do this as a ritual, but I think with actively seeing it I have it prepared um the question is do I want to and I'll probably ask Ander um his opinion I'll give him a description of the spell um and ask Ander if that would be useful to kind of give us a burst of speed or to try and um Uh, try to use like a downdraft to knock the thing down. Andrew will look at you. He'll look Please. over, see it. That's a that's a pretty it's okay. different creature. I know we've dealt with elementals before, and I heard about your fight with the two in that mansion on Ebrax, but air elementals are different. They're they control all wind. So using wind to try to combat it seems like not a great idea. Um, would, would a strong gust into the sails help us get away? It would speed us up. I don't know if it will outspeed it at Era Elemental. And uh, at this point, Alan will walk up. Well, I have something like that too. And my, we're, uh, what if we're both doing it? That might work. Yeah, let's shoot. Let's try it. Alrighty. So you're cut. You're casting control winds. Yep. Okay. Because that just makes it 
here and it doesn't knock the spell slot out, but you get the idea. Control Winds is a what level spell? Four, fifth level? Fifth. Okay. Uh, Alan will look at you. Alright, friend. Uh, one fell swoop, alright? And, like, you're in Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, you, all of you who are on top deck, you see both Alan and Vlivra plant their feet and winds start to shift around them. And you feel this air getting lighter and lighter. And you just watch as they blast a jet stream of air on both sides of the, uh, the main sail. And it launches it forward enough that it almost knocks some of you off your feet. Except for Arya, because she's tied to the mast. Um, uh, Elka, this immediately wakes you up. Uh, <laughs> I am awake. Uh, I will uh, run up to the top deck. And you just see both Alan and Weaver just literally punching a stream of air uh, into the main mast. And you look over to what would be your left and you see what looks to be this elemental-like creature, which you're now coming into full view. Weaver, you can also see it. Looks to be wearing like almost like a conjured plate armor. It looks like it's wearing armor and like a helmet. And it's coming at you. Fairly fast. Um, I'm going to say uh, the speed of Lily. Is it does a uh, controlled wind specifically give a plus two speed? Uh, it does <laughs> not. It's oh, I, you already put it in there. Yeah. Um, the the closest yeah. that you could say is. Um, it basically makes difficult terrain if you're moving against the wind. So, okay, so we'll rule a cool it. Uh, double, I guess. Uh, double speed. The lily moving at full speed uh, can move at 200 feet in the air per round. Um, so we'll say 400 feet in the air per round. You guys are fucking zooming. <laughs> um... And you look back in this air elemental, as hard as it's trying to catch up, you see it blowing wind behind it, trying to shoot itself and lunge itself farther and closer with this with this uh, storm cloud following behind it, and you guys just outpace it completely. And it is literally gone with the wind. Hey-o. What's up? Dust in the wind. I'm going to start playing Dust in the Wind on the piano. <laughs> Roll another performance check. <laughs> Thirteen. It's passable. <laughs> um, but you guys do outpace that encounter, so I will put away those notes. Uh, I'm gonna. Elka's gonna rub her eyes and go. Why did this? Why did you wake me up for this? And then go back downstairs. Before anybody could say anything to her, she's already downstairs and probably already back asleep. <laughs> uh, but the day goes on without much issue. Um, <clears throat> night falls and I will roll this time for the crew. 
Yeah, you guys are fucking zooming. That's what I was saying. You guys are ripping. Um, yeah, I actually did the calculate. It is about 45 miles an hour. <laughs> and you can control it up to up to an hour. So it's... Uh, yep. I would say with that speed, you just lessen the travel time from five days to three days. Murdoch, what are you doing? Nitro. Um... Well, no, I'd say from five, I'd say let's go. You you lose a day of travel for that, or you you gain a day of travel. You say you're just trying to make it so magic can't make more things. I see. No, it's just that travel's boring, and I'm trying to give any excuse for it to work that way. Oh. Uh, okay. Or you will push the boat. I know we're flying. Or he's I, I, desperately I, hanging on to the back of the boat, <laughs> kicking his legs. He's going to attempt to kick air. Like my guy in Naruto. Um, but you guys go through the night without much issue. Uh, second day of travel. Um, I'm Unless anybody wants to do anything specific. Uh, yes, Murdoch's been hopping up in your chair constantly. Every time okay. you get up, he's just like, he's either there or like I see his little nose poking up. So. Um, Good, because he stole a pistachio. <laughs> I have a bowl like over here. He wanted that goddamn p- pistachio, bro. Like, he got the shell. Yeah. He got he got that shell earlier and he he, find, he tasted blood. Crunched uh, the whole damn thing. <laughs> um, But. Uh, second day of travel. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and have you guys. Uh, let's say Zane roll a survival check for me. God, that's. I love making you roll hey, because they suck. So Twenty. Twenty. <laughs> Not natty, by the way. But... Clean, clean skies, clean air. It is exhilarating to be in the open air. You look down, and the Black Run Forest is extending outwards everywhere you can see but you don't feel yours too high up to feel any sort of strangeness that comes from the <clears throat> comes from the forest um you do see uh peeking out of the treetops you see various what seem to be elven like buildings that are congregated in one giant area um i'm going to say We'll go with Thaddeus, Zane, and Thaddeus, Zane, and we'll go with Beep. Roll a history check for me. Beep is literally the worst person to roll a history check, but I rolled a nat 20. (laughs) Natural 20, a 26. Okay. So, you assume how far you've gone. You you are aware of mostly elven settlements within Sylvania. Uh, they're because they're pretty well known, um, and they're well known to be hostile towards anybody that isn't an elf. Um, pretty much, they're they're very sacred areas um, for the elves. You assume since the Havilo Mountains are well behind you that you've already passed um, a Felinor, which is uh, 
which is considered widely by most historians to be the oldest city ever in creation. Um, Artemis tends to try to take that title for itself, um, but most scholars believe that uh, Ephelinor is by far older and has and predates the fracture by thousands of years. Um, but you assume you're not there. You assume you're in the farther northern city, uh, those the the sister city of 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 Ephelinor. Uh, you look down and you you assume that you're both that you guys are flying over the elven city of Aramel. Um, Aramel is a primarily a a warrior uh, a, a warrior city. Um, a lot of the a lot of elven guard that jo that end up joining the paladins and Artemis come from that city. Uh, you would also know that the queen of Sylvania hails from Aram uh, from Aramel, and you would also know that. There, that the marriage between her and uh, the king was primarily political, and it was primarily to uh, strengthen the ties between the, the most major human settlement and the most, one of the more major elven settlements um, post fracture. So, um, as you fly over, uh, clear clear skies. You kind of take in the beauty of, of the very, when, what looks small from up here, but you know are large elven-made buildings that seem to be one with nature. They very much, a, a, the my, my if you want over the table or at the top of the table, uh, inspiration uh, like Lothlorien from Lord of the Rings. Um, very much within the trees, uh, elven community. Um, but you continue on and you, uh, the night falls and nothing happens. Everyone gets a long rest. Um, and the third day of travel, uh, comes and immediately the breeze and smell of open ocean Hits, hits your nose. Um, and you look down and you are staring at what looks to be is either the uh, Ira Sea or uh, the um, the southern branch of the Arawa Sea. Uh, it's hard to tell uh, because it is starting to become foggy. Uh, but you do see off in the distance and I'm rolling off the history checks. You see... Uh, out of everything you've been seeing, of natural beauty, of, of, of nature basically overtaking humanity and other humanoid cultures, you have now seen what is the most glaring man-made object uh, that you've probably ever seen in your life as you look down and you see a bridge that stretches from an open shoreline 
that stretches across a from where from where you're at it seems to be endless and this bridge from from your guess is probably a mile wide uh and you look at you, you look out upon it and you can't even see the other side of it uh Zane, Thaddeus, Beep. Honestly, all of you except for probably Alara and Ori. Uh, and on, Arya, you wouldn't know about it either. Um, this is the Great Bridge of Anarik. Uh, Zane and Beep, you would know that this bridge was built uh, pretty much right after the fracture uh, to connect the two, both the... Uh, both the Fleur region and the Zagros region of Sylvania. Um, and there, the assumption is made that the bridge was, uh, was created on top of an older bridge that was destroyed during the fracture. Um, but as you're approaching that, uh, I'm going to have, let's have Aria roll a survival check. Natural one. And Squirtle's back, everybody. <laughs> Don't even start. Um, yeah. Squirtle, roll a d8 for me. How do I do that? How do I do that? Roll a d8. Um, so go to, go to dice on the left. So your your left menu where you have like your your pointer clicker and then there's a square. Yeah. Go all the way down to where you see what looks like a d20, and then you'll have all your options for rolling dice. You just gotta click on it and drag. Five. Okay. Um. Okay. As as you guys look over the bridge, you're taken back by the sheer size of this man-made object. Just trying to ponder how long it took to build something like this. And as you're thinking about that, you see launch itself out of the ocean a sea serpent-like creature uh, that is you guys are about oh, at this point descending towards Anorak because Anorak is on the other side of the bridge uh, you guys are about 3,000 feet in the air this creature is probably from what you can guess from how far up you are it looks to be about the size of it's, it's probably every bit of like 100 to 200 feet long. And its head is massive. Uh, and it is currently what looks to be attacking people on the bridge. You just see little dots scrambling all over the place. Well, I'm glad that's not us. I can't see this because I'm tied to the mask right now. Nope. This one agrees. I have some bull bearings we could throw down. Uh, we should probably save those for later. 
Can I have, let's say, Alara? Can I have, just just roll a d twenty for me? Yeah, that would be a eighteen. Cool. This creature that is attacking the bridge, you see, you see it start to spray some sort of like energy water beam out of its mouth. And as you kind of like look at it, you're like, well, that's luckily that's not me. Um, you then look on the other side of the bridge and another one pops up and is looking around. Oh. And then another one pops up. It's next to the one uh, one closest to you. And then <clears throat> what looks to be from as far down as you're looking another one but about 20 times the size of the ones that are attacking the bridge shoots up out of the water and its head from here from as far away as you are it looks to be about the size of a bear in, re in retrospect this is a massive creature uh, and immediately with an 18 it looks right at your ship. Do that wind thing again? No. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, sure. The only person who would even think who think to know about this is Zane. Zane, roll a uh, nature check for me. Damn it. <laughs> That's actually pretty good on my part. That's not though. Uh, we can make it better though with a little flash of genius. That's a uh, eighteen. <laughs> With that nature check, you immediately know these are these are some form of sea serpent, but the big one you kind of get an inkling that this is the great leviathan of the sea. Uh, this is a this is what what could be considered a great worm, uh, and immediately starts to click in your head. The scale you were told, if you remember correctly, you were told in Artemis that the city was leveled by a great worm, bigger than anything they've ever seen. You start to click, starts to click in your head that maybe this has some relation. And as you start to think this, a jet of water shoots as you're descending, which Ander, rolling for him, has not even noticed. Just starts to descend towards Anderic like normal. Notices you, Vaten, specifically, and Zane. You notice a jet of water coming from the mouth of this massive creature, and it's heading right for your ship. I'm going to, obviously, without... Well, no, if that was a reaction spell, I would be able to do this, I think. Um, but I'm guessing a control wins to try and juke us out of the way somehow. Um wouldn't go off in time. It wouldn't. Uh, luckily, though, hitting a moving target as small as you are compared to it uh, from that far away is a difficult task for anything. Uh, and I, I rolled a two on the dice. Um, and by the way, to hit, I needed to roll a four. Just so we're aware. Um... 
a jet of water sprays up over your airship as it descends. For the you, you realize the creature not taking into account that uh, not not taking into account the descending nature of the ship, and all of you get sprayed by this rain of water, uh, and it, as it arcs over you, and uh, as you go to descend, at this point, Anders like, "What the shit." It immediately starts to ascend a little bit more. And as you look down, you see a... This creature kind of like slink down and look right at you, Libra. Almost like it locks eyes with you. And uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy. Uh, I'm not on the right tab, so I don't know what I rolled. Okay, that's okay. Not great. 17. You hear a voice in your head say, It's alright. I'm friendly. You can be my friend. You are now charmed by this creature. Um, all of you see Vivra look down over the ship, lift one leg over the banister, and jump off. It's unfortunate, in it? Well, it was nice knowing him. <laughs> Well, it's a bit of a Tuesday, all of you, <laughs> all of you notice this happening, and I got to change music because friendly land is not. Uh... Can can I untie myself and jump off? Try to get him. Uh, I'm gonna say make a dexterity check because this is a snap decision. Uh, Libra, as you as you're falling to the ground, you feel. A moment of weightlessness. Oh, uh, it takes you a little time to get you and panic, get yourself untied. You're eventually able to do it, but he's already fallen about 200 feet. And as 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 Alan notices it, and as uh, that's not the right music. I turned it off. Thank you. Uh, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh, as. Alan notices it, and Ander notices it. Uh, Ander immediately descends rapidly. So he just yells, hold on! He starts to descend. Uh, Alan, immediately, you see him go from a... Uh, go from his normal furbolg self, and you see him transform into a giant eagle. And he just takes off down after you. Uh, you're falling... Right now, you're falling at terminal velocity. So you're falling at... Uh, you're falling at 120 feet per round. Um, a giant eagle can fly at a, at a nosedive at 90 feet. Um, Ari, I assume you're jumping off the follow. Yes. Okay. Alan's going to look at you and just... He's he's trying. He's, doing, he's, he's trying to find you. Um, I'd say since we're out of a round, make another wisdom saving throw. Uh, you have the ability right. to break it. Um, 
unfortunately you are still in a trance and you're just accepting your you you feel this like haze and warmth come over you and you just feel yourself being taken by the will of this giant serpent creature um alan quickly following following after you um he oh boy you see the ship, uh, Arya, you jump off, you see the ship descending quickly uh, and almost dropping out of the sky, trying to keep, trying to catch up. And uh, <laughs> we'll see if the ship catch, oh my God. Okay. Um, as Alan's diving and Arya, you're trying to catch up, the ship passes you, Arya. Ander has completely turned off all magic gear and is just free falling. Um, yeah, all of you are now free falling on an airship. Uh, so I'm going to need you to, uh, I, I'm random rolling for this. Uh, so I'm going to need you to make a, I'm going to need to make everybody in the party, except for Vivra and Aria. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. I'm not um, on the deck right now. Nat 20. Nat 20. Can I try to cast a spell? Sure. I want to, uh, cast Water Sphere. Okay. And how oh, watery sphere? What does it do? Chandra sphere, twenty uh, feet from you. <clears throat> Any creature sphere must make a strength saving throw. Uh, large or smaller creature. It's just to help them slow down. Okay, so problem is, so you can cast that. I have no problem with that. Um, Mind you, even even with your diving, so you diving down, your normal speed's 30 feet, your flying speed is 40 feet, which I know I don't think I've ever written down, but that's the case for Aarakocra. Um, so if you're doubling that dive bomb, you're, you're 80 feet. Uh, you're traveling 80 feet. Currently, Weaver's traveling at 120 feet because of terminal velocity, and you're, you, you started 300 feet behind, so you're not catching up. Um, okay. However, the ship is. <laughs> Doesn't it take a couple turns to get to terminal velocity? Uh, yes. Technically, yes, but because of the delay in Arya not being... The, that's why I had her roll a dexterity saving throw to try to get out of the ropes. If she would have she rolled high enough, it would have been... There would have been a chance. Um, okay, so let's get to these dexterity saves. Um... Beep succeeds. Beep, you're able to grab on for dear life. Dig your claws in and grab on. And you're 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 not moving. Um <laughs> Weaver, you're you're somewhere over here. Uh, <laughs> Alan Alan's chasing after you in bird form, and Arya's chasing after you. Um Oh no. Uh Alara, you're able to grab onto Ori, which is a plus with a fifteen. However, your legs are just up in the air. Uh, you're, you're hanging on for dear life, uh, Elka. You're in the you're you're in the bottom. Uh, you're in your room, sleeping, reading Hello, a book. Ceiling. You are not seeing anything going on, and just all of a sudden hearing a, a hang on to something and not having enough time to hang on. You smacked into the top of the into the roof. Of the bot of the top deck of the boat. You're muted, by the way. I did roll an 18. Right. Right. I'm still on the ceiling. Okay. But you this. Said were... oh. 
This this is a two this is a this is a three hundred foot long airship dropping out of the sky. How's the uh, how's the rest of the crew doing? I've or, I'm rolling for him now. Well, uh, <laughs> see if there's a bunch of people just flying out. You said uh, there was water below us, right? The one guy you already killed is like, no, I just <laughs> got revived. So there is a, there is sea below, but <laughs> falling at terminal velocity and hitting water is um that buddy concrete. Uh, so yeah, well, into a goldfish. Oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Wrong show. Turned into a sailing, turned into a sailing fish. Uh, so, uh, we're now, no. mind you, we're we're we were about twenty five hundred, three thousand feet in the air. Uh, make another dex, or uh, make another wisdom saving throw for me, because at this point we're twenty eight. The DC, the DC, the DC's twenty two. Just uh, <laughs> so you do snap out of it, but you find yourself free falling. Okay. Um, do I have enough time to perform an action? Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, there were six um, seconds. I mean, you're 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 now falling at 120 feet per per round, um, and we've gone okay. through about six rounds now. Wow. I will go ahead and. Um, I feel like this music's necessary. Take, take Alan's lead and wild shape myself into a giant eagle. You spread your wings. And as and as Alan sees you snap out of it and and turn wild shape into an eagle, he he folds out his wings. Arya, you're now just starting to catch up to them, assumingly, but you're now looking down at a ship, airship that is free falling. As you guys stop, you catch your breath, and then you feel the wind of the airships going. Whoo! Right past you at terminal velocity. Um everyone else that ruled. So 24 aura you're able to grab on. Zane, you're also able to grab on. Um 20 was so the ship stopped on its own? No, it's just going. Um oh. can and... I cast control water to try to shoot water up to slow it down? Uh you'd have to get a little bit closer, but yeah, you could certainly try. Well, um yeah, because my range is three hundred feet. Ander, for his dexterity saving throw, rolled 20, which is the DC. Um, however, his crew was not so lucky. Uh, three crewmates just are off the side of the ship. They're gone. Uh, oh, you do rip, see... soldiers. Alan does see them, and he is going to go after them. Um, they also would like to go after. Uh, however... Uh, Ander, when he realizes that you guys are okay, he, with all his might, cranks the cranks the magical engines up. So now the creature's turn. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna spot Weaver, Allen, and Arya in the sky. Now probably about a thousand feet from it. Okay. Um, at this range, it's it's time for dexterity saving throws. Uh, Vivra, I need Alan and Aria to make a dexterity saving throw. I need to look up a giant eagle stats. Uh, it's a plus. I have it. Hold on. 
God damn it, I am back. All because there's a natural natural one on a survival check, guys. Eho. Uh plus three, okay. Seven. Ooh. Yeah, like I said, I'm back. Uh, I need my D D sixes. Can we vote D1. tiny off the island? Eighteen. Yeah, no, he was off the island for too long as it has been. Sorry, Tiny, you don't get a rose. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alan rolls. Wow. Uh, Alan's the only one that succeeded with his plus three to dexterity saving throws uh, with a 17. 20 was the DC. Uh, so, so I got it too. You, you, yeah, I you didn't were... add the. Oh, then yeah, yeah you're okay. Sure. So you're gonna okay, cool. How many did I just roll? I need I need four more. What baby? What? Okay. Ooh. So slappy. Uh, Ra, you take sixty-three points of bludgeoning damage oh. as you're hit by a jet of water from this massive leviathan-like creature. Uh, Aria and uh, or no, sorry, sixty-three. No, sixty-three points of. Hey, sorry, it wouldn't be bludgeoning before damage. Um, Weavra takes half that, so that would be uh, rounded up. That would be thirty-two points. Um, and Alan also takes 32 points. Uh, you are knocked off your, your, um, because the dexterity saving throw, uh, you are now, if it hits midair target, you are current, you are now free falling, uh, because of the failed deck save. Um, so sorry. So 32... So, all of you go to try to catch these crewmates, uh, and you're just blasted by this jet of water. They're also blasted by it, because they're close enough. Oh, no. Um, before you can even have a chance to grab them, they're just killed. All three of them failed their deck saves. Um... So they are now. You watch them just get blown away, and they're gone. Uh, you're able to. It's is concentrate. It's uh, wild wild shape is just no wild shape. It's not polymorph, so it's not concentration. So you are. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hold up. Um, giant eagle is uh, twenty six. So yeah, you do get knocked out your giant eagle form. Well, balls. Um, but I do get that much HP back. You do, yeah, you do get six points is. of it. You, you get six. Wait a second. You only take six points to your total each. Uh, Hold that thought. Hang on. Oh, no. Okay. I was looking at something else. It's just minus six then for your actual HP. Yeah. 
Um, oh boy. Alan also falls out of his giant eagle form. Um, okay, at this point in time, I need everyone to roll initiative. I can't believe we're doing this now. Um, oh, baby, that 20. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, let me uh, let me get that initiative tracker up. Um, I'm downstairs, so give me a couple seconds to get back upstairs. Yeah, no, no worries. Walking, 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 climbing, 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 turning, walking, turning. Oof. Alara with the five. Oof. Yay. Uh, okay. Uh, 10, 18, four. Um, 23 for 16 for Ori and then Alan needs to be added and Lander on the board he is and will represent the rest of the ship Jesus. I just rolled a natural one and a natural two for their for their initiative. Uh, okay. This is about to get pretty western here. Uh okay. Well, uh yeah, that's a okay. Holy fuck. Uh, so Al Alan's initiative is a three. And Anders is a five. Uh, I believe. Yeah, uh, you are faster. Valera, so. Descending. Okay, uh, this is going to go well. All right, so the ship is starting to slow down. It's it's terminal fall. Um, with Aria should be ahead of me, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, starting that terminal fall, uh, Zane, you are now, you are holding onto the side of the boat. You're on the side of the boat. You see the sea creature that just basically shot three crewmates and three of your friends out of the sky. Uh, what do you want to do? How far away is it? About a thousand feet at this point. I can do nothing. <laughs> There's literally nothing I can do. <clears throat> so I will pass my turn. Okay. Um, so you, you can use your you can use your action to uh, hold on if there's uh, and they'll give you an advantage on dexterity saving throws. Yeah, I'll tie myself to something to where I can still like I'm like tied with a rope to it, but still have enough to like move. Gotcha. Okay. Um, all right, Aria, you are, you just got blasted for 63. Um, 
welcome back. What do you want to do? <laughs> You're currently free falling. You can catch yourself, but it's going to take all your movement to do that. Mm. Sorry, half your movement. I have no clue. <laughs> You're about... At this point, you're about 100 feet above the uh, skyship, and you do see it starting to, like, really, like, the, all four of the magic crystals on the side are starting to glow really bright, trying to slow down. Would air bubble work to help slow me down? I mean, you do have wings. Yeah, it's half your movement to catch to catch yourself. You could use your action to sprint, which would give you another forty feet in the air. So you would have you technically would have sixty feet to move. Yeah, let's try that. Let's try to slow myself down. Okay, easy enough. You slow yourself down, and uh, you're able to. Now you have you have uh, you have twenty feet of movement. If you want to use your action to move closer to the boat, you could do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So you're you're now trying to dive bomb towards the boat. That is your that is your turn. You have a bonus action if you want to try to use it. Um if you have healing potions, if you have uh healing word could could give you some HP. Um if you have that. I don't know if you do. Like the only really thing I have is freaking mask your wounds and I really don't want to waste that right now. Okay. Uh well then well not yeah, mask your wounds turn. mask your wounds is an action anyways. So okay, yeah. so that's your turn. Um Weaver, you are currently free falling now. Um not you're probably you're falling at about sixty feet uh around. So you get shot out of your form, you're like, where'd my wings go? And now you're starting to fall. What do you want to do? Alrighty. Um can I tell if the the ship is going to be able to like catch itself? It's hard to tell. I'm gonna go off your passive perception here. It, it's hard to tell, um, but you do see all four magical gems, rocks, just mm -hmm. going as full bright as they can, and you do see it starting to catch itself and slow down. Okay, so they have time to catch themselves that's the hope well if it's a hope and not a guarantee um i'm gonna go ahead and use oh alan catch me i'm gonna go ahead and use my action to cast control winds under the ship with an updraft to try and help them worst case uh slow down um, best case, not completely die. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay. So that's your action. You, <laughs> you have movement, but you can't move while you're free falling. Your movement is yep. your free fall. So, yep. um, all right. Uh, and I don't really have bonus action, so that'll do it. Okay. Alrighty, I'm just double checking something. 
Okay, so that's your turn, uh, Ori. You're hanging on for dear life as it's, uh, the ship is still falling. What do you want to do? Um, I don't think there's... Is there anything I can do? Uh, you can use your action to hold on, which will give you advantage on any dexterity saving throws that may happen. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Alrighty, so you take that action. Uh, beep. It's your turn. Doing the same thing, or um, do you have anything in mind? Probably just gonna hang on to the mast okay. as much as I can. So you take you take the uh, the hold on action. Gotcha. Yep. Um. Okay. Thaddeus, you're on the piano. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to do? You guys are still falling. You're falling slower. I'm gonna start playing "Wind Beneath My Wings." Okay. Hurt <laughs> this the theme to Titanic. <laughs> Make a performance check with disadvantage because you are currently free falling. It oh, sounds like shit. You can't even hit the keys, really. <laughs> You're... And I'm basically going to find some way to secure myself to the piano. Okay, so the best you could do with... Uh... Yeah, I mean... Uh, item use is an action, and hold on is an action. So uh, you playing your song... Ah, fuck it. I'll say it. You trying oh, to play that was a... a joke. Oh, okay. Uh, well, then, okay. Then you're going to use the hold on action. Gotcha. That's fine. Uh, Elka, you slammed into the top of the ceiling, and your current. You have now, since with it slowing down, you have fallen back down onto the bed. Um, you did take six points of bludgeoning damage when you smacked into the ceiling, though. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? You have no idea what's going on. You just started to free fall. I, I guess I'll run upstairs to the top deck. All right, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity. No, we'll go the acrobatics. Because it's still falling, just not as fast. 26. 26. It, it takes you a second, but you're able to get up to the door and you see the ship just rapid. Like, in your mind, it's rapid falling, but you have no idea how fast you're falling before. And you see, uh, with your passive perception, you see Aria, Alan, and Vivra just nowhere to be seen. And a few crewmates are gone. Uh. Did I use all my movement or uh, you, can I move from there? You used all of your movement. So if you wanted to move, you'd have to use the action to dash. Uh. We have already established going from your room to the top door is about as your full movement. I don't think there's much I could do other than, I mean, I, can I use my, I'll use my, my one charge of summon Fae. Okay. I'll summon something to help out, I guess. So summon Fae. I have to go grab a Fae token. So it's uh it's a face spirit. Doesn't actually have a token. Um, 
You can make it look however you want. How do you want the face spirit to look? Mm, like a little bunny, I guess. With wings. Okay, well, that's the face spirit. <laughs> because that's the token I got. Perfect. I love him. Okay. Uh, if, if that's what you're going to be using from now on, I will uh, I will find something on the internet for a token. Um, and I will also give you... Let's see. Can I show... Sarah, how do I do this? Can I show this to party? Uh, Just look up face spirit uh, for for a stat block for that. By the way. Okay. Uh, is it strong enough to hold on to Alara, for instance? Uh, that's a good question. Uh yeah, its strength is thirteen, so as a plus one. Okay. I'm just going to tell it to watch over Elara and make sure that if she falls, she doesn't fucking die. Okay, that is its action. So it's going to it's going to fly over Elara. You're going to see this like little little rabbit with wings, glowing ra rabbit with wings, come and grab you and just hang on to you. Um, that is a so it, uh, okay. Just that's for my sake. Cast at third level, so its AC is 15. Cool. Okay, uh, I, is that your turn then? Yeah. Um, okay, uh, it's now Anders' turn. Anders' going to use his action to course correct. So he's trying to slow down the ship. That will slow the falling speed by half or, uh, from what it already was. So now the ship is now falling at about 30 feet per round. Does the updraft do anything to that? Oh, yeah. For, uh, actually, you see the ship just stop in the air. So it is now floating. Um, you immediately, you're with with your thought, with your brain, and how sharp you are. You, even though you're falling, you understand that Ander being that reckless, he knew that the ship could do what it what it needed to slow down. I, I yeah, <laughs> I I kind of knew that, but I also gut instincts wasn't going to 100% gamble on it. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. So yeah, the ship is now stopped. Um, it's an old token of Alara. So the face spirit is currently holding on to Alara. Uh, the ship has now stopped. It is now Alara's turn. You're being held by this bunny. So... Like, can I, can I yell at her and be like, that's mine. He's just going to keep you safe. So she's not freaking yeah, out. Talking is free. Yeah. Okay. Me, who's just about on the verge of screaming. Um, <laughs> how far are we from like water below? At this point, about 800 feet, 750 feet. Um, I don't really know what to do. It's not really much I can do, but, uh, could I cast, just because Alara is so scared not knowing what's going to happen, could Alara cast Water Breathing? Yeah. It's going to, up to 10 willing creatures within range, so 30 feet. So if for any reason any of us fall overboard into this water, we can breathe underwater. You can hold so, that, you can hold that spell. Uh, some of us have rings. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's water is walking it? rings. It's not water breathing rings. Oh, you're right. My bad. I, have, I gave out some hats of water breathing. 
So you could, for people in range, you could get, uh, you could get Ori. And like, could that work for myself as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, just because Alara is so fucking terrified, <laughs> she's going to cast water breathing. Okay. So you don't know if us like drown and shit and can't breathe. <laughs> just in case we get in the water. Okay. Um. All right. So it's now up to Alan. Um. Let me see here. I as a. Cool. Well, that's that's encouraging. Um, Alan's going to look at you, Weaver, as you both are now free falling. He's going to reach out his hand. He's going to cast polymorph on you. Okay. Since you guys are pretty much right next to each other, um, he's going to grab onto you and uh, well, as try to reach towards you. Polymorph isn't a touch spell, um, and he's going to cast polymorph. He's going to turn you into another giant eagle. Okay. Uh, and then he's going to. I will choose to fail the saving throw. <laughs> I assume so. Um, <laughs> he's then going to. You're going to see him use his bonus action to turn into another giant eagle. Okay. That may give you insight on the type of druid he is. It gives <laughs> me plenty of insight. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't give doesn't give Weaver any insight. But, but it gives you insight, yeah. It gives, yeah, it gives me insight. So now you you guys are both flying, um, and you're now about... Be glad he did that, because you're, uh, you're about... 40 feet above where the top deck is, and you're about as far out as you are, how, how I have you. Mm -hmm. um, so, you are now flying, right. however... I also would have had time to um, wild chip again, though, right? Uh, you used... No, but you used your action to use control wind. This is this the right. only, this is the same round as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like... I would have had a future round to do this, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. You would have just okay, okay. you would have just fallen past the ship. Yeah, that I would have been fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I just wanted to make sure that I understood the situation, right? Yeah. So Alan's gonna look at you, and he's going to take off and fly and land. Uh, well, actually, he can't land. He's gonna hover above the ship. Uh, since he doesn't have enough movement for that. Uh. But that is uh, his turn. However, it is now the creature's turn. Uh, and that means all the creatures. Uh, Vivra, now with your eyes. That's a giant, uh, giant eagle. You see just the sheer size of this creature. Now that you're closer. You estimate that the size of this creature is... Pre it's, it could be... It could be easily a thousand feet long. Maybe a little shorter. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's, it's head size is that of, if you're trying to gauge the diameter of its face, just a quick glance, it could be anywhere from a hundred, maybe 200 feet across. This is a massive well, creature. Point, point of order. Would I, because polymorph changes my mental stats as well. True. Whereas wild shape does not. So I now have an intelligence of eight. 
yeah, you you would just see big big scary creature and want to yeah. avoid it. Um, yep. So never mind, you don't have any of that uh, sharpness that Weaver normally does. Um, mm -hmm. But that is uh, so. But through your through your giant big dumb giant eagle eyes, uh, you do see the smaller what seems to be part <laughs> of its uh, family brood, whatever you want to call it. They're actively attacking the bridge, and uh, uh, you can see the big one look right at the ship and look in your general direction. You do see like a jet of water starting to form in its mouth, um, and you see a jet of water shoot out of its mouth right at the ship. Um, at this range, it's a dexterity saving throw for the ship. Uh, the ship's decks is okay. We'll make it fun. Um, let's go with seven. Who haven't I had roll recently? Let's go with Austin. Roll a d20 and add plus four to it. Is he here? Yeah, dead. Is he dead? Austin? He has passed. Okay, since since we're getting late, let's have let's let's we'll go with we'll go with magic. Go ahead and roll a D twenty and add plus four. Add plus four? Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh twenty-three. The DC's twenty-two for this. The boat just Ander sees it and he just narrowly shoots out of the way of this water jet and the water jet just shoots straight up into the air. However, uh well if it's going right at the ship, at the bottom of the hull of it. So it probably would be from that angle, it'd be twenty. So jet of water that's fifty feet across. Would it hit Aria. I think Aria is just barely out of the way. Because of the distance on it. Well. Oh, wait. Sorry. That's the wrong attack. It's 20 feet across. So. Ooh. By a block, Aria is out of the jet stream. Um. And no one else's. Uh, so the ship does get hit, glanced off of. Uh, fuck it. I'll let you guys see how many D6 this attack is. Because <laughs> I don't feel like grabbing my oh, D6. Oh, joy. Mm. Cool. Not too bad. <clears throat> uh, so the ship ship takes twenty four points of uh, force damage as it gets grazed by this beam of water. Um, that probably would have killed Arya if she would have got hit by that, um, or at least knocked her out. Um, okay, uh, so that you see this beam of water hit the ship, uh, and as it does, uh, we'll go top of the order 
um and we'll do we'll do one last go through it, and then we're gonna we'll 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 end the session uh zane you're are you just continuing to hold on yeah okay uh aria you're about 40 feet above the ship are you just gonna try to use all your movement to get down and land on the ship yeah okay that's all i can do right now okay so you can use all your movement and then you can hang on to something if you want to use your action to hang on can i use my action just to do cure runes on myself to yeah. heal myself yeah absolutely what level are you going to cast it uh, i don't know you add a d8 for every level above one I'll just do whatever's this one. That's it. Not good. Up to you. Yeah, I have no clue. Let's see. You can just click on the cure wounds and then choose what level you want to cast that. It won't let me. Machine. I'm, I'm clicking it. It's not let me do anything. The um, cast at will level might be tucked behind your sheet if you have yeah. it um, on the window. Like if you don't have it popped out. Okay, there it is. Okay. Um. Would level nine be too much? <laughs> you don't have all any any level nine spells, so uh yes. That's, that's my highest fifth five. level at this five. level, yeah. Okay, then yeah, I'll do five. Okay. What a shitty roll. Uh yeah, I'm retiring. Uh okay, so that's uh you get 17 points of healing. Um, Alright, I'm just... With the fifth level spell. The, I'm just gonna <laughs> jump off the ship. Okay, well that that is yeah. your... <laughs> Weaver, you are currently about... You said 17? Yeah. Yep. You're 55 feet and about 30 feet above. So... Uh, you could... Uh, Giant Eagle's movement is... 80 fly. Yep. So. Well, I think even with an intelligence of eight, I would be smart enough to recognize that ship is more safe than fucking giant Leviathan thing. So I'm going to make my way to the ship. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you with, with ease, you can fly and land on the ship. As uh, um, as Alan sees you land, he's gonna drop the polymorph. Okay. Um, and that is your turn. Ori, are you just doing the same thing? Just holding on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Beep, Austin, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Beep is uh gonna continue holding on for dear life. Okay. Uh, Thaddeus, what are you doing? Um, do I have a bonus action? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, one action is going to be to continue to hold on. The other action is going to be to reach into my bag and grab my bag of um, ball bearings and toss them over the edge, just throw them in the air over the edge with just the rare chance that they may act like a bunch of bullets and hit shit down. Well, um, unfortunately, a bonus at that you you would need an action to throw and you're using your action to hold on. So you cannot, you could grab your ball bearings out of your bag, but you can't throw them over in the rules of the end. And it, because it takes an action to do both what you're, what you're trying to do. Okay. I will, uh, ready, I will hold on and with my other action, remove my bag of ball bearings. Okay. Uh, Elka, your top deck now, you see that the ship has slowed down completely and you're now real, you saw a beam of water hit and you kind of have a gist of what, what kind of what's going on. Okay. Uh, I was unmuted. Um, okay. I, uh, don't know what to do because I don't want to jump off the boat. Is, there's nothing for me to hit that's on the boat, right? Like no, you're you're we're we're, we're about seven hundred feet, seven hundred to eight hundred feet in the air. I will just uh, uh five, ten, fifteen. I can't fucking see where I'm. I'll go here, and that's it because I don't have anything to do. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that is, uh, that's your turn. Ander is going to see Alan hovering above and, uh, Aria is now on the boat and, uh, he's just going to look and nod at him and he's just going to full throttle it. Um, full, full throttle movement speed going ahead. That's his turn. Alara, you're being held by the bunny. Anything, anything you want to do? He had to go. Uh, she oh, had to leave. Oh, didn't realize yeah. that. Okay, we'll just skip Alara then. Um, he threw the rat overboard. <laughs> All right. Or, or, he, or he threw the rat over. Alan's going to land. He's going to drop his wild shape. Um, I, I see that. Um, and he's going to start to cast a spell um and you're gonna see him wave his hands and you're gonna see him start to do a little quicker and you're gonna see him see the same rainbow like shift in the air that you saw when he was at his home and you're gonna see this orb of rainbow like energy shoot up around and he's gonna cast mirage arcane and he's going to surround the ship to make it look like nothing but sky. Um, and as he does that, you look around and you can see out. But everything around you. Uh, and as he's doing this, it starts to change around. It takes 10 minutes to cast. Um, so it's starting to shift around you as he's doing it. 
Um, but that is uh, that is his turn. And as we come to the end of it, you see this creature. You hear a roar from the creature, and uh, you hear this grumbling growl that is just it's it's deafening and uh you hear like a uh like a screech and then you feel winds start to pick up underneath the ship at as this mirage is starting to be put all over the ship and uh the winds start to pick up and when you Look around, Weaver. You're the only one other than... Well, Alan doesn't notice it because he's in the middle of casting his spell. You look up, Weaver, and there is a cyclone barreling down from the heavens at you. And as it's getting closer and closer to the ship, that's for on tonight's session. Can I make sure to yell something? Because oh. otherwise I'm not going to remember. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Everyone, then then everyone. I will... Yeah. I will yell... Uh, the elemental has returned and be pointing up at it. Okay. So that's where we're in tonight's session. <laughs> uh, that all from a natural one and then a really bad roll on a, on a D8. Who, who rolled the nat one? Squirtle. Oh. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> so. It probably wouldn't have been as bad if I had made my damn wisdom save too the first time yeah the yeah you just it's uh how that works is that you're fe you feel a draw to join your uh you're infatuated with a creature and you feel a draw to join them yep. so you just jumped right off the fucking ship <laughs> yep. no that, that's totally fair <laughs> i'm um... not complaining about the choice i'm complaining about the dice roll yeah fair <laughs> Can I just let everyone in chat know that there's now going to be some new Ori getting pissed on by rats? Yo! Yo! Oh my god! You're so, uh... look forward to that! Oh my god, we're going to put on a t-shirt. <laughs> and it's going to say... I just expect it to look like the kid that used to be like pissed on shit from somebody off and it's a rat on Ori. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe that. I can't. I can't believe you guys getting attacked by a great worm and uh, Ori wanting to slaughter all of his church rats all happened in the same episode. That's pretty wild. <laughs> that, that was a hell of an episode. <laughs> yeah. You need to also make one with Thaddeus with a big axe in him. <laughs> yeah, and then the shirt's gonna say "Get fucked." <laughs> yep. I'm gonna make it so that it's. It's gonna it's gonna be Thaddeus, like from like we're seeing him from behind and he's looking like provocative, but then there's a big axe and tons of blood, so a good butt shot, but still you're also getting hurt. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Oh <laughs> roll a D twenty for damage on that. <laughs> Um, I'll leave it. Never mind. Um, all right. Well, thanks for playing, guys. I'll be, uh, I'll be right back. All right, everybody. That's going to do it. Like they said, this is a pretty, this is a wild session. The chances of this happening literally relied on a D, uh, like a natural one on the D20. Like that was the only way that was happening. So, and then it happened. So here we are. I love this game. <laughs> 
it's 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 so much fun sometimes it's just how it goes you're absolutely right corgan but anyways thank you guys for watching i appreciate all of you uh we're uh we're we're pushing pushing to put out more and more funny and uh entertaining content with the story so hopefully today's episode uh, it certainly made me laugh and it certainly made me realize oh fuck my uh a few i thought i thought for sure aria was going to just get killed 63 points of of, of force damage is is rough uh so but either way thank you for watching uh man they rolled they rolled they roll the fucking great worm dude but here we are we're doing this but have a wonderful night guys i'll see you guys later thank you for watching peace out Oh, and have a good uh, have a good uh, Independence Day, Fourth of July, if you're if you do celebrate the birth of this country. Hopefully, that's fun. But all right, bye bye.